What is up, everyone? It's another episode of the Scouting Report. Week six already. I can't believe it. Uh, it's a little, a little crazy tonight. I got a, sp- a special guest in studio tonight. I got my son Brendan Hunt here with me tonight. How we doing? Um, and of course, I've got I got my main man. I got Couch Coach Live here with me again to go down through this. I I, I think we got some more visitors coming tonight. We're gonna have a good time. So it's. Yeah. We're not. We're not just going to preview the the football weekend. We're also going to talk about the NBA bubble. You know what I mean. But we are not. We are not going to argue. <laughs> we're not going to argue LeBron Jordan all night. I can tell you that. Right. No. Nope. 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 Me, me and Coach have had enough of that. Like, okay, we're full. We're full. We're full. So how you doing, Coach? How you been, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, hey, we we halfway through the week. I'm just ready for this this that final stretch is- of the weekend and get to the football. That is true. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're here to talk about. Um, so, uh, yeah, 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 we're good to go here. So, we're going to talk about the upcoming weekend. We're going to talk about the NBA bubble. Uh, we'll we'll see who stops by. Um, so, Brendan, Brendan's a Miami Heat fan. Yeah. So it, it was it was kind of a big bubble for him. It was kind of a big bubble for Huge. him. Huge. Right. Oh, there we are. Oh shit! Oh, it's going wow. out. out, coach. <laughs> Are we in trouble now? Oh, uh oh, uh oh, oh. What's up, Mo? What's up? What up? Man? What up? Uh, sorry, man. We're having trouble with the link. We're trying to get everybody in here, so it's been a little, a little bit of a staggered start. Um, it's good to see you, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Just working all the time. Uh, so I haven't, I haven't got a chance to hear the new episode yet. I'm so excited. I was just telling Coach the same thing. I had a, I had a day to where I couldn't, get, I couldn't squeeze everybody's shows in. So hey, it's all good. But but uh, but I bet it felt good. It felt good to get back out there, right? Of course, of course, most yeah. definitely. Yeah, Mo, that's my son Brendan. How hey, how's it going? Ohio State. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. And Miami Heat. And Miami Heat. Oh yeah, we good then. We good. Yeah, yeah. You guys will find something to talk about. I would say so. Yeah, we, we're gonna get started the NBA here. I think Chris LeBron's gonna come in, and then we're gonna we'll go to the NBA, man. So, uh, who are you wearing tonight? What's that jersey? I know you got it. What's what? it's just it's just a Nike jersey, oh, nothing. Okay, just okay. A Nike jersey. I figured I figured you had a hero jersey on by now. No, it's it's. I just wore my Nike jersey. It's hot outside. Hot. It is not in Ohio. It's not. It's not that hot in Ohio, man. Yeah, Virginia, we about to, we about to hit the sixties that Friday. <laughs> like, ooh, man, you ready for it this? Was, it was a hundred degrees today. hundred degrees. Wow. Today. <laughs> Where, you at? You out of California now? Yeah. Oh man, mm. that's crazy. Ooh. Yeah, it was not a hundred degrees. Oh, in, it was not a hundred degrees here this morning. It might have been like that for two days combined, but. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, it's hot. Brutal. It's hot. So, so Mo, was you able to was you able to watch all the games? Like, it, I know you've been you've been pretty busy out there. Was you able to follow? Yeah, up? I've been able to watch the games. I've been going home every day, so I was able to catch all the okay. final games and, and everything like that. I go home every day, so okay. I don't I don't miss out on sports. Trust and believe. I will find <laughs> a way. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. So yeah. that's all you need. <laughs> if, if that's one hundred percent. If that's one thing we learned in 2020, like mm-hmm. 
That's the one thing you can't count on. How I got a TV, all right. In my pocket, <laughs> right? Now I know. Trust me. Well, no, that's what we got. We got it. We do a lot. Of, <laughs> we do a lot of camping trips in the summer, and then um, the uh, yeah, Chris should be coming on soon. Uh, yeah, that's the same thing. It's like so we schedule. We even schedule one for late October. I'm like, nah, it'll be cool. We don't have a lot going on. And then the Buckeyes decide they're going to play. So, so I'm you like, wait. I was like, wait. <laughs> right. Yeah, I might have to. Might uh, have to postpone that one. I was like, all of a sudden, we got stuff going on. Yeah, right. Um, oh, we we we'll get started here. Chris will, Chris will be in. I'll make sure he's got it. Um, so yeah, I told, I told everybody seeing the magic and live live production right here. Oh yeah, I, I know I know he wants to talk some NBA bubble, so I don't want to pass him. I don't want to pass him up on that. I just want before Chris gets on, I want everybody to know Chris tweeted and said LeBron is the goat. I, I saw just, it. I want you saw it. Okay, I you guys saw it. He tweeted and said LeBron is the GOAT. So he cannot go back and say Jordan anything anymore. He can, he's done <laughs> it over with. It's in the archives. We, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, we seen that one. I, 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 it came up and I'm like, what? Whoa. That's wow. what I was like, wow. So this fourth championship persuaded you that LeBron's the GOAT? That's what it took? Right. I was, I was like, somebody just get hacked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it happens. Oh, shit. Okay, off the balls, off the off the rail tonight. Uh-oh. Welcome, Chris LeBron, to the studio. What's going on? Hey, Chris, we were just talking about you. Hey, Stephen Gillespie. Ew. Breaking the game, everybody. What? What? What's going on? We didn't say anything about you while you while you weren't here, Chris. Nothing, nothing <laughs> I, came. Up. I heard Mo say something. He was about to I say did. something. Yeah. I want everybody to in the archives. You tweeted and said LeBron is the goat, so you cannot go back on the fact that you no. deem LeBron the goat. I didn't finish the word goat. I said G and then dot 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 dot. Exactly. That's all we needed to say. That's all we needed to say. That, that, that could have meant anything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was open. That was, That's open ended. That was for people to interpret what you know. It's you know, it could go a lot of ways. We know what you meant. Yeah, the greatest, the goat. The, it doesn't the, matter. The goofiest, like it. Could yeah, go whatever. Are we, are we live or are we? Uh, yes, we're. Yeah, we're, we're live. live. Yeah, we're live. Oh yeah, we're live. 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 Yeah. Okay, live. <laughs> so, so everybody, uh, uh, Stephen, Chris, this is my son Brendan. He's joining. Hey, what's us up, Brendan? Uh, uh, NBA what's fan, up, Brendan? Heat fan. Bucks fan. Hey, everybody's so, got problems. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Arkansas got a problem. They got hey. refs. Oh, that wasn't right, man. Oh, yeah, man. you could say that again, man. We got a uh, – It is literally. Oh, literally yeah. It's not one motion. It is not downing the ball. Well, first off, this, the the snap was fumbled. Yeah, as soon as, as, soon as it's mm-hmm. not – And he threw it behind him. Yeah, you can't. You can't. The reason they put that in was for safety. So, like, if a, if somebody, so they can't um, fake the snap all the time and then run a play on you because mm-hmm. of a clean snap, the defense is not supposed to murder you. So as soon yeah. as that's jumbled, it, all bets are off. So anyway, refs, whatever. <laughs> so we're gonna go through. Uh, we'll start going through our NBA. I know you guys want to talk a little bit about the. Bubble. I heard NBA and had to jump on. I know that's that's awesome, man. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I'm gonna bring up the photo here. I got a lot of moving parts. I haven't had somebody in the studio since like February. So 
this was I had to move some things around, but I um, just think it's cool though, man. Like hopefully I can, you know, brainwash my son into sports long enough for him to be on a show with me someday, man. That's cool. Outside of the Buckeyes, of course, like I say, that that's in our DNA. Like he's got his own, like he's a heat fan. Yeah, but I don't sure, even know what football wait a minute, what's your football team now? I'm watching football team right now. I'm all in. That's what I'm talking about. Out of all the teams you picked, you picked the NFC champion. The 2020 <laughs> NFC East champion. Let's go. Second, second place, Washington football team. Hey, 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 it's, it's about to be last place because the Giants are going to beat the Washington team this week. Oh, I saw hmm. that. Oh, that's oh, all it's going to be. Gentlemen, Betsa. That got I'm, hurt, and we still got the best quarterback in the NFC East. That's but, how bad the NFC East is. Potentially, yeah. That got hurt, and we still got the best quarterback in the NFC East. Me and Carson went to that the other night. Yeah, <laughs> he just heard yeah. about the best quarterback. So, but, but, but Giants did look Giants did look way better the other day. If you check out Jeff Neesport's power rankings, Giants jumped up a little bit. They made some moves, big moves, thirty-two, thirty-one, uh, something like that. <laughs> All right, but first, let's talk about the NBA ball. We got Brendan here, huge, yes. huge uh, NBA fan. I told him we'd do a show after it was over. He's a Heat fan, so it's been a Special class, right? Eventful to say the least. Okay, so uh, you know what? First it's of all, we got, we got a couple Heat fans here, so let's just go through that real quick. What was it? Uh, we'll start with Brendan. Uh, what was it like to be a Heat fan and 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 see this playoff? Oh man, it was so much fun. Like I even said a little bit before we started the show, it was probably the most fun I've had watching a Heat team. And I was a massive fan back in you know the Big Three and LeBron and everything. But something about this Heat team was just it was just different. It was just different. They had just how they played just made me, I don't know, just love them even more because they didn't have like that big LeBron. They didn't have like obviously back when we had Dwayne Wade and you know, all those guys and everything, but they didn't have like because Jimmy Butler. I mean, I'd say he's a big talk in the league. He's a star in the league, but he's he's had a, his last couple years haven't exactly been, you know, up. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, we all know that. Four teams in four years. That's right. Good. You know, yeah. he had a lot of problems, and then I think he found the perfect home mm. that he fits perfect with heat culture. Yeah. And I will attest that he you said know. that when they got Butler, he's like, oh, it's yeah. perfect. It's because they're a blue collar team. Like, they're just like, they're like the everyday person, like the everyday man. Like, it's weird. Goes to work. Right. It's a lunch bell team. Yeah, it's a lunch bell team. Like every every person can relate to that. Like, it's a really like a bunch of dogs really, just going. Really out. well coached team. That's we, why I love. Yeah. Them. I get into that a little bit. So uh, board, so yeah. so Mo, how was it, man? How was it just 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 the watch of of four series of Miami, man? So uh, it was tough because like the Heat this year's Heat team, like I love watching them, but at the same time, like they were so good, but at times so boring. To watch, like, just being honest, like, because Jimmy Butler was supposed to be, like, that D-Wade for the team. Obviously, he's no D-Wade. I don't ex- – but he was supposed to be that D-Wade for the team. So, it would be frustrating, even in wins, to see Bam do his thing and, and Tyler Hero step up. Like, Jimmy Butler was actually a little frustrating throughout the playoffs just because there were certain games that were close. And it kind of could have been, like, we could have won a little more if Jimmy Butler just – I was waiting to see, like – Jimmy Butler go playoff Jimmy. He was kind of being nonchalant. And there were times where he seemed unentertained on the court. Like, everything was so nonchalant. He wasn't attacking the basket all the time. And then, like, he showed in the finals. And so, ultimately, like, 
his finals performances is kind of what I was expecting Jimmy to do a little more consistently, not 40-point triple doubles, but just attack, be aggressive, and ultimately take over games because he can do that. I mean, playoff Jimmy didn't come out of nowhere. He does take over in the playoffs during series. You know, he hasn't been to a finals uh, uh, conference championship, but, like, he does step up big, kind of like playoff Rondo. Like, he does have that, like, viciousness about his game when it comes in the playoffs. So, but ultimately, like, I don't think any Heat fan should be disappointed in how they panned out. Like, nobody projected – even us Heat fans didn't project the Heat no. to go to the finals. I said they'll go to the playoffs. I said they'll make some noise. And all season long, me, Chris, Steven, we were we were all three on the same train of, like, especially when it got closer, before the season shut down, we still were on the train of – no matter what, I think if the Heat make it past first round, we all thought they would beat the Bucks. Yeah. So once the matchup came with the Pacers, we all said the same thing. If they're going to beat the Pacers. We, I thought it was going to be a lot tighter than a sweep. I yeah. thought six <laughs> or seven. I just felt like they were two similar teams evenly matched. And then there were, it, that series still could have went – like Indiana could have won a couple games. But yeah. ultimately – and then when we they played were Milwaukee – They were kind of banged up. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And when we played Milwaukee, I didn't think we would win in five. But I did think we had Milwaukee's number. Just the matchups in the regular season, like mm-hmm. we had enough to build a wall for Giannis. And, and Chris Middleton did exactly what I expected Chris Middleton to do. He just didn't show up big. Like he needed to be that all-star player, and he just top didn't have it in him. Right? That was yeah, one, so, one of our first shows, Middleton, top five player. Yeah, so that was that was one of those, like that was ten. my thing. He was top ten on that yeah, list. Yeah, he was like, a top ten, dude. Top 10, right? Yeah. Who labeled him top ten, though? I was gonna say, I don't think none of us then lost our mind like that. <laughs> nah. That's what it was. It wasn't, it wasn't top 10 player, it was like just top 10 players in the bubble, but they had like the, it no, was it was it was for the season. It was for the season, bro. It was going to the bubble, like yeah, it was going to the well, bubble. You know why they you know why they do that though, but right? They had like like some guys were like so low on the list that like yeah. should have been way high. They had Middleton yeah, above yeah, Devin yeah. Booker. Hands you know yeah, why? You know why they do that though, right? Like there's a line of thinking that like if a team is a number one seed, like even though Giannis is as big as a star as he is, there has to be a second banana on the number one seed, and then they just pick that second best guy. If it, yeah. you know statistically speaking, yeah. even though like right. everybody on that team basically contributed to that same level like they always say the second best guy on the number one seed deserves to be an all-star and an all-nba sure. guy no matter who it's, it is yeah yeah all yeah. right that's gonna lead us that's into that's point. gonna lead us into the bubble talk so let's start out first category first category just favorite moment from the bubble just one that stands out in your head we'll start with uh we'll start with couch coach live favorite moment man game two of the east of the western conference finals AD hits that shot and, oh. and, and says Kobe. Oh, yeah. I, I thug cried that night. Okay. Thug had a little cry, had a little, a little tear in his eye. I, that was, and that's just one of the things where it's just like it's like a, we it's, it's a kids game and we, we've all done that, especially guys his age. And yeah. that was such a great moment. And that that lets me know that let me know like this is a team of destiny and just order your Lakers shirts. Yeah, that's a great. one. That's Mo, a good moment, man. Yeah. Mo, favorite moment. I'm just going around my screen here, guys. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Jimmy Butler's 40-point triple-double for the win. And the, and the whole reason why is because, you know, like I said earlier, I was waiting on Jimmy Butler to have that moment. And so that was his moment, and that was his takeover game. And ultimately, that was like one of those, you know, 
trying to give him one of them LeBron lines. Like, that was Jimmy Butler saying, I want my damn respect. Like, yeah. So ultimately, that, that was my favorite moment. It was just to see Jimmy Butler kind of throw everybody on the biggest stage. Oh. He's not a bum. It was a great night. That was a great he, night. He may not be a top 10 player, but he's right there. Like, if he's not top 10, he's right outside there. And they yeah. have below 15 to 17. I, I think he's a top 12 player. And I think he proved that in these playoffs and especially his performances in the finals. Yeah, that was yeah, he great. was there for it. He was there for it. Chris, Chris LeBron, favorite moment? Uh, the Bam out of bio block on Jason Taylor. Oh, yeah. shit. The, the one the finger block. You mean that goal 10, right? That was not a goal 10. No, it wasn't a goal 10, but it was just uh, it was a great play. I mean, that was a great moment. It, 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 changed, yes. it, it changed the series. It, oh. it, it was a tone setter, and it, and it put Bam officially on the map as one yep. of the premier you know, young bigs in this league and which yeah. he showed throughout the whole playoffs. But that moment, like that was his playoff moment. And I think, I mean, to do it on a, a player like Jason Tatum, who's, who's dunked on a lot of guys, you know, he's dunked Wrong. on LeBron. Dunked on LeBron. <laughs> and for him to do that with, you know, uh, Jason and with the game on the line, <laughs> Jason Tatum going down the hole. That was, was great. No, that's no, and that, I mean, that, that's a, that's a game, like no, it absolutely changed the course of. Huge. That was a serious saver. Wow, that was a serious saver, like that play. <laughs> yeah, ultimately, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> right. building. Steven, Steven, favorite moment. I'm gonna cheat and have two right in their in their in their series, right? One, one, the uh, Denver Utah series where you had Murray just kind of blow up out of nowhere, and he and Mitchell were swapping fifty God. point games on each other. Oh that God. was dope. And then the Suns going undefeated out of nowhere in the, in the no ball, call, right? Call. Like that—that yeah. that yeah. was dope. That was awesome. That was fun. All right, Brandon, favorite moment. Well, my first one was already stolen. My second one was stolen. <laughs> no, so. still my first it's one still was your favorite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My first one was a Jimmy Butler game. You guys hear Brandon? All right, he's new to the mic. So yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's good. So my first one was a Jimmy Butler forty-point triple double. Oh man, my great. second one. Once he said, once Mo said that, I was going to go with the. Uh, the band block. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now I'll say that uh, Tyler Hero, 37 points. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, yes. Coming into the season, I was a quote unquote big Tyler Hero fan. I was more just excited to have him. Just cause it was just, it was fun because I had to talk with some of his uh, summer league tapes. And he was like hitting three. We know how much you guys love summer league tapes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, oh, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> but not even that. It was more of like, it was more like the social media <laughs> stuff of, of him hitting like a three and then immediately talking. And I kind of, I like that stuff personally. You're a bit of an instigator. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So it was fun to watch. And then to see him as a rookie get 37 in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, you know it what? Was, Until right now, I didn't know he was a rookie. I thought he was second year. Really? Are you yeah, kidding? he's a rookie. Yeah, he's a rookie. Yeah, yeah. Youngest, youngest to ever start in the finals. He's a rookie. Twenty years old. Yeah, it was a long rookie year. I thought he was it was a long rookie year. Basically, year. year two in the finals. Previous rookie year, though. Yeah, he's a rookie. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Because shown as a rookie a little bit in the finals, personally, but so 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 still there. So one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So mine, I went by. I love Tyler. I went by pure like uh, excitement, joy. I love the bubble. I wrote a story about it. I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Phoenix was awesome. The, the very first game was at L.A. and L.A. 
was, yeah. was a great game. And I was like, I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. I think that was a really important game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put that as one A. But man, when Luca hit the shot, that was just oh, oh great, boy. Great. We all yeah, got together one, on Twitter. Yeah. It was the perfect time of day. It was the perfect time of the mm-hmm. series to do it. And it didn't it didn't wind up, you know, affecting, but just like that moment, we just all got together and everybody in the world jumped on Twitter and it was kind of a feel good moment. Great, great shot. I mean, you know, buzzer beaters are always fantastic. So of uh, course. So I'll, I'll take Luke. I mean, the whole as a whole, the whole thing was great, but as a moment, that was the one that I'm like, it, it just it just was fun. I just it was just awesome. I'm watching it. 100%. He makes it. I'm just fantastic. You know what I mean? Like this guy's a star. Like everything's gonna be fine. That that's that's what that's what it made me think about the NBA. Like everything's gonna be fine. Like they're in good shape in the future. Like you know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ten years from now, when LeBron finally retires, you know, dude, whatever's <laughs> in his smoothie, we need to get some of whatever's in his phone. Forget oh, Michael's right. secret stuff, man. We need to be drinking LeBron. <laughs> Next category, uh, we're gonna go uh, breakout player. So just you know, obviously we all we we knew the big names coming into it, but what what player jumped out? And you're like, oh my gosh! So uh, once again, coach, we'll start with you once again, man. We'll keep going the same distance. Matt's gotta be Jamal Murray. I think he's not a wrong opinion, answer. Yeah. Right. So my opinion, he solidified himself as a bona fide superstar in this league. Yeah. If you looked at him as a so-called quote unquote fringe all star. Nah, he's a, he's a bona fide star, honestly. He's an all star. Mm-hmm. For, for what three yeah. series? I mean, that was impressive. Right. In. right. In. Yeah. Yeah. Mo, who's your uh, who's your breakout guy? Oh, uh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. And the reason he's I'm going Jimmy Butler player. is just. It's not. Time Didn't he just sign a max contract? It's <laughs> not about. But it's no, not about. No. Yes, it do. It's not about what you. He's you not a breakout player. Yes, he is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Not listen. Yes. He did <laughs> record his first Jimmy ever Butler, triple doubles in the. Finals. It's not even that. The reason why Jimmy Butler is a breakout player for this bubble was because it finally put his name, and he's gonna earn his respect. Or he's got his respect for where he should have been. People are disrespecting him. He was a cancer to every team he was on. Mm-hmm. If you let the story tell it, he wasn't a great teammate. And to to prove all of that wrong, <laughs> after a W to come in there with Tyler Hero's high school jersey, to come in there with Spolster's <laughs> old Palace jersey, yes. to have a 40-point triple-double in the finals, and ultimately, like, you have no choice but to put Jimmy Butler in close to a top-ten player. Yeah, you don't you don't want to take an all-star and say he was a breakout take middle player. Take out. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You don't want to – I didn't want to take an all-star and say he was breakout player, but it was like he was being disrespected all year. Just to Miami, I felt he was the perfect fit. You know, and any Miami Heat fan felt he was the perfect fit, and he kind of proved that all year. So, and then going into the bubble to ultimately be one of those guys to help carry that team to the finals, that was his breakout. It was more off the court and the things that were said about him that he proved wrong. But that's why I say he was the breakout player because he got a lot more respect than he was getting coming into the whole season, let alone coming into the bubble. So that's why I'm rocking with Jimmy Butler. I had, a, I lot, had, oh, man. a lot had, of people who aren't NBA fans know Jimmy Butler's name now. So I, I think – Oh, that- can, I, can I tell a story real quick? No. 
Okay, well, I'm going to do it anyway. So the other day I was taking my kids to uh, to school, right? And I had my daughter who's four and I'm listening to uh, NBA on Sirius XM Radio Sirius. If you're listening, we would love your sponsorship. But anyway, I was taking the kids to school and my daughter loves the name Jimmy Butler now because it has the word butt in it and she's four. So every time they mention Jimmy Butler's name, she was like, dad, they said Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Yeah, so so my daughter is a Jimmy Butler fan now. Yeah, no, I, I but I, I but but um, I, I see that point. I see that point. Mo. All right, Chris, who you got? He, Chris has probably got. It's going to be like the eighth man. What Nick is this going to be? And it's going to be like. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't want to see the Knicks in the bubble, right? That's his, why his war. His war. That's why like, I got to make Knicks great again, Hackers. You didn't want to see the Knicks in the bubble. R.J. Nah. Barrett's breakout. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it could be a few players. I mean, there were so many guys that came out of nowhere. And, it's wonderful. And, but like Jamal Murray, but I'm going to go with Bam. I, I think mm. Bam, you know, he really showed up because he showed oh, that he was just more than just a, you know, a rebounder and a. And a uh, and a defender, he he, you know his his ability to you know his he's one of the best screeners in the league. You know what he could do, just moving off the ball, no pun intended. And uh, <laughs> totally you know, intended, totally really intended. cheap plug. Yeah, cheap own plug. it, dude. Come on, own it. Cheap plug. Uh, but you know his ability to, to to make shots and to make some tough shots. He just he just really showed out for that team. He was the heart and soul, especially in that series versus Boston. He was. The best player in that series, he really showed out, which was hard. He was, to say. Yeah, especially going against a team that has, you know, you got Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, you know, you got so many guys, you know, uh, Kemba Walker scorers, like, and you know, they he was able to hold his own against those guys, and really, like I said, the block against Jason Tatum, I mean, that's that was a coming out moment. So for me, you know, Jamal Murray is another like guy. It. Obviously, he went. I'm up to step out real quick, guys. I'll be right back. But that's fine. To me. I'll go Bam since you know Jamal Murray's taken. I'll go with Bam because he was he was like magnificent that. from you know it was unfortunate he got hurt and that really affected um, Miami. It really it really affected them in the especially in the championship uh, after game one when he got hurt. But overall, okay. tremendous. Like he went from being like yeah he was an all star, but people were like eh, maybe he didn't deserve to be an all star. But now it's like okay he solidified himself as as one of the best young bigs in the league and just one of the best the top 20 15 players in this league and he's it's tremendous and he could do every he could do a little bit of everything good and he's just going to get better especially in that system another year with jimmy another year with tyler hero duncan all those guys you know yeah. it's just going to be great and he, he's going to be a better scorer too next year he's going to his scoring is going to get better he's going to you know because you saw a little bit of you know the jump shot is getting a little better and all that he's just going to be a better player he's and you know, so the sky's, sky's, yeah, the mid range is going to get so much better. I think he'll, he'll, he'll be a twenty and ten guy because this year he was around like sixteen and and twelve. He'll be twenty and ten for sure next year because he's going to take his game to the next level. He's going to be a star. So for me, he's my breakout player. Yeah, I, I like feel like it. he'll buy into the Heat culture and he'll just keep keep working. And all right, Steve. oh yeah, he's he's perfect. He's he's it's, one of the perfect Heat players. Like he this whole team him. right now. But yeah, 100%. all right, Stephen, who's your who's your breakout player? I just want to piggyback off of Chris real quick. I think that Bam com coming into next season is the most complete center in the wow. NBA already. Already the most complete. I'm wow. I'm willing I'm willing to say best, but I know people are going to argue that. But I don't think anyone can argue with most complete because he's got you know the he's got the defense that Joel Embiid has, and he has the playmaking ability of Nikola Jokic, and 
some of the same offense. Oh, yeah, his right? passing so. is, is is really good too. It's underrated. Very underrated unless five you watch really it. Yeah. Five assists on the year too, on top of that double double. But and also coach, uh, no wrong answer with Jamal Murray. Uh, he was gonna be the guy that that I said. You know, yeah. he just. I mean, hanging up fifty point pieces on oh, whoever won, whoever was hungry, he was serving it up. Yeah, you know, he, the first next half, whoever looked at him different, he was giving it. Yeah. yeah, he just phenomenal. He he was he was. I don't even know what like I don't know where you rank him coming in the next season. Like I already I already want to put him in like the top fifteen just based off the bubble. But we need to. I, I know I'm saying calm down, calm down. Needs to be more consistency because before the bubble he was super inconsistent. So yeah, but he's he I mean still consistent. still young and gradually given more and more of the offense. Like this was the most offense that the that the offense was ever given to him too. So also no know. Will Barton either in this for them. So that, yeah. that, that was, that was, that, that they was, were without was, him and Gary Harris for Harris, a while. Gary Harris yeah. wasn't there. So it'll interesting to see how that, that old dynamic works next year for them. I think it, the pecking order was established already. You, you know, I think yeah. they made that, you know, Mike Malone's job a little bit easier and, you know, Porter jr. Stepped up a little bit too. Oh um, yeah. Well, but, Porter Jr. next year too. Yeah. If he's yeah. healthy. So Denver, Denver might be scary. They may kind of be without Paul Millsap next season, which takes away from a lot of their defense. I, I know he's not like a sexy name, but he makes the defense go a lot smoother oh, because yeah. Nikola Jokic is a he's a he's an okay defender now at, at his absolute best. He's an okay defender, but Paul Millsap hides a lot of his liability. Yeah, right, Brendan, breakout player. So I know it's I'm tough glad, when you go last. Right, right. No, that's good. I'm glad that Mo took the heat for saying Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler was going to be the one I was going well, with. I had a whole argument. By those standards, it's correct. Like yeah, That was – you know, I was ready to go with Jimmy Butler being the breakout player. So, you know, I'm kind of glad he took the original heat for it. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, I would say Jimmy Butler. But, you know, to pick a new one, I guess I would say – not to go off what I just said, but I would say two – I would say Tyler Hero – and Duncan Robinson. I, I, I don't know if you want to say. How can you argue with that? I mean, you know, because I feel like both those guys, especially Hero, like Hero, kind of like really, really put his name on the map. I think with like really going to get all that attention. But Duncan Robinson, I think, really put his name like that's the guy. Like you 100 want there. Man, I thought he, he played great. Shots. He made great shots. And with today's NBA, his shooting, you're not getting rid of that ever. Like that's the guy it's, you want. His because the the screens they run for the right. for, to get Duncan and it's Tyler perfect. Hero open shots. It's it's, it's, it's perfect. It's it works perfect. Those two guys. So I think I would say Tyler Hero really solidified his name like all around. And then Duncan Robinson made it like a it, key it's guy. To argue with that when you go to the finals, like right? Yeah, you know. Right. I thought Duncan Robinson too. Watching Hero played legit. You know who Hero reminds me of? This is crazy. Like just just to watch, and it you know I know he's pale, but like he just kind of had a Ginobili effect of like, why does this guy keep scoring? Right? Why why can't they stop him? I don't yeah, understand like, what's what, happening. What's he doing that you know just uh, he keeps right. scoring? It bothered me. So uh, I had a uh, Murray was my number one that stood out. Um, you know, Easy. to go way back, um, you know, Devin Booker, man, what an eight games, you know, that guy had. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's tough just because he ran out of games, which I wish they could have got a shot. Like, looking back, don't we wish we would have gave Phoenix the shot instead of Portland? 100%. I, I, yeah. I just think you should have awarded Phoenix for going yep. undefeated. And I get it. They were so far back. So 
But for them going undefeated, there just should have been. And I feel you on Devin Booker because ultimately, Definitely. we know we're back. We all watch basketball, so like we know Devin Booker is a star. But there's a lot of people that it was one of those put some respect on Devin Booker's name. He's really exactly. that dude. True. He yeah. just falls yeah. in being a small market team that we don't watch. And I would right. say that about I would say that about uh, you know, uh, Jokey. I would say that about uh, Luca. I mean, all these guys that like if you're a casual fan. You've maybe heard the name or maybe saw it go across the bottom line, and then you got to watch them play, and you're like, wow, these young stars. Like, sure. well, I'm, I'm going to save it for some of my takeaways later, but um, these young stars really, really, really showed up. It, it was it was quite impressive. There's no pressure. There was no pressure, so you could play easier. Yes. When, you, when the, your mind is free and you there's no pressure. Huge factor, wasn't there's it? no right. fans yelling at you saying you suck Huge or you this or right. that. You know, your mama this, your mama that. Your girl this, your girl that. You could play freer, and that's what that's why I think the Suns benefited the most from the bubbles that they didn't have because they went into this bubble like they're actually a team where like they were thinking about selling pieces like oh we're gonna trade Devin Booker or we're gonna trade Kelly Oubre or we're gonna trade these guys and and one of the most disappointing teams in the league. Now they go in, they go eight and zero in the bubble, even though they didn't get to make the playoffs. Now they go into next season as one of the upcoming teams. And a team that, you know, with DeAndre Ayton playing great, and now they, if they add a piece here and there, they could possibly be a, a playoff team. I so would now, love to see Phoenix be good again. Like, yeah, yeah, and Mikael yeah. Bridges. Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges, yeah. Mikael Bridges was yeah. great in the in the bubble, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know? He's another guy. I'm like, I would say overall, <laughs> the, the young stars really, really showed up. And yeah. Because oh, yeah. so many people yeah. are like, you know, it's like they only know the – whatever the guys that have been there, like think about even Davis is what seven years in now or something like these aren't young, young guys. Yeah, Eight years in the league. And he's only like 28. Everything off, you know, but like, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, I, I keep trying to tell everybody like, these young guys are really good. So right. he has all yeah. the in the world. Yeah, like Devin oh. Booker is like 23 years old. And he's in his fifth year in the league. We didn't, even, we didn't even bring up Donovan Mitchell. We didn't even yeah, bring yeah, up. Yeah. Right. He's another guy. He's another guy, but yeah. Back and forth. Like this guy's a superstar. Yeah. Okay, so um, all right, the next one. Uh, well, Steven took a break, so we'll just keep going the same direction. Um, just uh, we, We're not going to dwell on this one, but and this is going to sound weird, but I didn't know how to word it. Like the biggest disappointment, and I don't mean like, you know, real-world disappointment, but like, um, you know, Biggest letdown, biggest disappointment. However you want to, how you want to phrase it, you know, out of coming it's, out of the bubble. What do you think? We all have the same one. We all have the same one. I think we can all agree on this one. I think we all can agree on this. The Los Angeles Clippers. Yep. I've actually got another one, but and matter of fact, got the other one. I had so many bets queued up. I had them winning the whole thing. Me too. And I'm over here, and I'm over here arguing about the Clippers since March. It was. It looked like a fool. No. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. That's embarrassing. Yeah, it's, embarrassing. Know, it's been embarrassing to ride for the Clippers and then <laughs> and how they and how they lost that and, and to Denver. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's the only answer to me. It's just the only answer. I, I think there's a couple more. Uh, I know. I, mean, what, I think I know where Jeff will go. Well, but, you know, another one. There's New Orleans. Like New Orleans was a disappointment too. Yeah. Like. This yeah, they, this they bubble was in. set up for them to get to the, the playoffs and fight the Lakers right. in the and first that's round. Right. Yeah, and the they bubble. failed. What they was failed. what was it? Night one, and they they lost. They wouldn't they wouldn't put um 
Zion. Yeah. Yeah. Zion back in the game, and I remember yeah. there's LeBron tweeting. He's like, they just gave up the playoffs. Right. Yeah, that, yeah. that made no sense to me. That's why Alvin Gentry got fired. Uh, yeah, I don't blame Right. I mean, the Milwaukee too was another disappointment. Yeah. That, that's another disappointment. Milwaukee. I wasn't very disappointed. But uh, but I had the Miami beating the, the Milwaukee's because I just right. thought the oh, matchup. Awesome. But to me, it was more the Clippers. That's that. I still can't believe they lost up three one, up fifteen points in Game Five too. Right. Yeah. That like right. that's, that's right. what makes it worse. Right. So, and they had back to back double digit leads at what was in Game what. Game five, five six, game six. Seven. Yep. They no, had double. Uh, game seven. No, yeah, game was... seven. They got smoked. They were getting. Smoked. Oh yes, right. So yeah, so I'm like. But it was also the yeah, way. So like, yeah. The way Paul. No, George... no. Game seven, they were up at ten. No, yeah, you're That's right. That's right. There was double three. digits yeah. at one point. All turned three around, of them. Yeah. In the first like, quarter, all three were, games yeah. that they could have won that game. All yep. three games that were quarter four elimination. You have Leonard on your team. You need to finish this. Take it home. Take exactly. it home. That's why he's and here. That, go, that goes That's to why my he's biggest. Here. That goes oh, to my man. biggest disappointment. My biggest disappointment. Yep. Forget it's not. I don't even want to say the the media. And the reason why I was disappointed in the media, they did not kill Kawhi for any more than tw- twenty four hours. Yep. About the, the losing the three one lead. Let that have been LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers oh. that lose to the Nuggets up 3-1. Even right now, they talk more about LeBron giving up the lead than they and talk the about Williams. whoever won the NBA Finals. They would have congratulated whoever won the NBA Finals, and then they still would have woke up talking about LeBron James this, LeBron James that for the next for the next month until the season started, and they would have carried it on after the yep. season started. Talking about LeBron James and his legacy is done, and they spent the next morning talking about Kawhi and Paul George and left it alone and brought it back up when Doc Rivers got fired. That's when they got brought back up. So that was my biggest problem was they did not kill Kawhi the way they would have killed LeBron, and he's supposed he was supposed to be the king of the league last year. They was all deeming him the best player in the NBA. The king he came in and did that. The king of LA. He was he was supposed to be all that. And but because I guess he's humble or whatever, they gave him his smooth. Right. You know they tore into him the he next morning, and then they let they let him go. Yeah, it's, it's cold roads. Yeah, <laughs> like, but they, they let him go. No. And that, kinda, that that was disappointing to me. Was like I knew like we killed him, but I was like, oh, they they about to kill Kawhi. All that they was he was the best player in the league. But the next morning, that was it. No, nope. that was it. It's so it that was disappointing to me. The media disappointed me in. And they still trying to slander LeBron right now after he win a championship. Let the man be a champion and, and but, leave but the goat talk for later. LeBron, LeBron's been in the spotlight for 17 years. And right. That's always been the narrative. But I agree with I agree with you, though. That's like like if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna last year say that, you know, you know, Kawhi's took over, then you gotta kill him this year but they did i'm not saying i don't want them to like I, i'm not that type you know what i mean you guys know me like i don't do a show but, but by the way deshaun's got another one of my nominees houston rocket it's been so long ago we forget that was a major dislike they they look they got throttled sorry they're what they were well, like four years into this plan or five years in and they got throttled that style of play wasn't going to last in the playoffs. We all knew that, right. especially against the Lakers, who was so much bigger. Like that was Five, the thing was they they weren't gonna they weren't gonna last with the Lakers because they just they could go big and you think oh well the athleticism look AD is an athlete, JaVale McGee is an athlete, Dwight Howard is an athlete. And even though they had to pull 
Dwight for a little bit in that series. It's still they were too big for the Houston Rockets to really play with him. And we know what James Harden is. He's a great scorer, but I mean, the guy, the guy, what thirty shots a game? Like we, we knew James Harden wasn't going to solidify himself as far as being great and taking down the Lakers. I knew that Westbrook. We knew what Westbrook was going to be. It was Westbrook and Harden were typical, and that's not going to work with small ball against a big team like the Lakers. They wouldn't have beat the Clippers either. I'm, they 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 wouldn't have beat the Clippers. I don't even think they would have beat the Nuggets. But I remember. But we all remember going back to right when the bubble was starting. Everybody was like. Portland's going to beat the Lakers, and if they don't, the Rockets are going to kill them because the Rockets were rolling. They had some great games, you know, and all that. But, like, so I think James Harden has to take a bit of a hit. You know what I mean? I don't like to pounce on players, but, like, we said this back before the bubble started. Like, you know, this team was built for you, built to win, but I don't, you know, I, I think the Rockets take a bit of a hit. I don't think Sean's wrong. Steven's back. Steven, um, not, not, not in a total negative tone, but hey like, what was your biggest uh, – who, who, what team, what player, whatever is your biggest disappointment, let down, you know, however you want to say it. I mean, I, I'm coming late to the party here, but I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about the Clippers. We did, we did it already. Don't hear about it, Gaddy. You want to, hey, wait, you want to talk uh, about so, the Milwaukee Give us some more. Give us some more. Anybody want to talk about the Milwaukee Buck? Yeah. I mean, I'll talk about they didn't Milwaukee. disappoint Stephen, though. He, he had them well, right I when mean, they. That's good. Yeah, that was my expectation, but I mean, I could speak to as to why I expected that to happen. Mike Budenholzer ran a very deep rotation in the regular season, right? And, and coming into the playoffs, normally we see these rotations shrink. Giannis wasn't used to playing more than like 30 minutes yep. a game yep. for the entire yeah, season. Yeah, and now when, and, and when his minutes got extended, what happened? He got hurt. You know, I don't know how much of that was a direct, you know, causation to the, you know, extended minutes that he had. But you started seeing some of the older guys, too, like George Hill, you know, um, Brooke Lopez, Wesley Matthews, guys that have been in the league for a long time now. They're not playing that, you know, 10 to 15 minutes a night. They're playing extended minutes. And you saw guys just kind of fall by the wayside there and they had to not only play more minutes on offense but then they had to defend the stars more on the defensive side of the ball right so you started seeing wesley matthews having to go up against you know a a jimmy butler with for all night long and we all saw how that went right so and mike budenholzer he is lauded as this great regular season coach and in the playoffs he has such rigid adherence to his schemes like he doesn't really manage things well he just thinks that if he stays true to his philosophy that it's just going to work out in the end and we've seen what all these great coaches who have advanced have had to adjust based off what everyone else is doing and not just stand pat to their philosophies in the regular season yeah so 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 real quick just basically a head nod do we think that milwaukee does better if if we don't have this uh, pause season and the restart and all that. I think we th- we all think that Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee does better. Does they make the finals if they have fans. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, they, yeah, they would have had home, uh, somewhat of a home court advantage. They would have not, 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 not against the Miami, Miami regardless. Home not, court not against Miami because no, Miami advantage. went to Milwaukee and beat them in Milwaukee. That's right, like, season. like it's oh, okay. yeah, that's, that's fine. But yeah, we saw we saw the regular season play out in the playoffs too, though, like. Teams right. that held yeah. the advantage in the regular season had the advantage in the playoffs this year. But it's a seven-game right? series. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. Seven and, we had a lot of, different. and we had a lot of road dogs, too, that won. 
Like yeah. as far because it was it was a quote unquote it wasn't you know there was no home court. It was advantage. neutral. It was neutral so side. Right. Right. So, I, I never noticed. I never noticed who the home or uh, away team was, and I love I I loved it, but I never. <laughs> Yeah. So just respectfully agree to disagree because it, Miami is just made to beat they're Milwaukee. Better. They're better. Like, I, I think, think Miami I had think, the edge to beat Milwaukee. I think the now, Clippers, they went to the finals, uh, but I think they had the edge to beat Milwaukee. Like I had, they were in my eyes, they were going to beat Milwaukee regardless. Yep. But I now, would say they have maybe but, made yep. the finals. Would they have gone to the Garden and beat Boston? Probably yeah, not. I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. But maybe, but probably not, especially the way they did. But right, I definitely did. They, they was beating Milwaukee regardless. They have Milwaukee's number, bro. They really did. They were undefeated against them in the regular season. Like, like you can't like not factor the regular season at all. Like when the even team is just outmatched, details, it, it yeah. matters. Like you you these guys do step up for those big games. Like the Heat and Bucks was a, a big game for both teams. So like you, we can't just watch the whole regular season and then say, hey, the regular season didn't matter because it mattered for y'all with the Clippers and the Lakers. So I ain't going to let you live off that, Chris. It mattered that the, the Clippers, Clippers was going to beat the Lakers the, the because of the regular the season. Finals. The Clippers get to the conference finals. finals. We have fans. But the regular season mattered for you saying, like, the Clippers will beat the Lakers because the advantage they had over them in the regular season. So we can't just not weigh out the regular season at all. Like, we can't throw it out on certain things and bring it on certain things. My my prediction on that had nothing to do with it. It had to do with the the depth of the Clippers. That's why I thought the Clippers would beat the Lakers. You could say the same thing, though, for for Miami against Milwaukee, right? Because – from top to bottom, like yeah, but, maybe but now, maybe Milwaukee is deeper, but like the top half of the top half of Miami and the way that their defense is, and specifically the best defenders that they have line up the best against Milwaukee. Like Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler match up great against Giannis and Middleton. And who else do they have to hurt you? Bledsoe, like he's not gonna. Well, like, they were matched not, to throw well, we bodies to at factor, and, You have to factor in that we're actually Duncan Robinson and Hero to play that high level basketball on the road. You know, no, consistently. There, oh yeah, that, like, that definitely. You, a factor. There's that's no definitely problem. a factor in that on the road where you're in a hostile environment and you're dealing with noise and all that. When you don't have that, it changes your game because now you have nothing to worry about. So that's why. That's why I picked Miami to beat the Bucks because I knew. They would benefit from that because those young guys don't have to worry about the crowd and all that. That's why, because if this was a regular playoffs, I would have picked Milwaukee to win. And I think Milwaukee would have beat Miami if this were a regular circumstances, but obviously it's different. And I just thought that wouldn't affect Miami because they don't have to worry about the crowd and all that. Those young guys are going to do what they do. And that's what happens. Well, I pick Miami specifically because they have the coaching advantage. Oh, for sure. And and I think too, if noise or not, Eric Spolster is going to outcoach Budenholzer no matter where it is. They could be in Japan playing basketball and, and at midnight. Spoke showed up. Spoke showed up. All right, Brandon, yeah. biggest disappointment. So we're moving here. Yeah. So the teams, so obviously, obviously the Clippers, obviously the Bucks. But mine, I would say, was everybody before every single one of the Lakers. Uh, series so for some reason LeBron was LeBron was gonna get beat first round and LeBron was gonna be get beat second. I'm, yeah, just I get it. I understand it's never gonna stop because always it's going over seventeen years. It is just true quit. though. Like Portland, like, Portland they wasn't better, beating the they Lakers. Better not get Portland. The Rockets, the Rockets <laughs> weren't beating them. Like I, the Nuggets, that was the only one that was like, yeah, that was you know big going into it. But 
it was still was like they ever like all the people and I get it wasn't a lot of people, but it was enough people to bother me. But like to like oh, just a lot of people. There's really, a, lot of people. a lot of people. Charles Barkley. I mean, that's I it. Yeah, it's it Charles Barkley. The only time I'm my boy Chuck now. Especially, no, I mean, that's it. That's just LeBron fatigue, though. People just want to see LeBron lose because oh, they, 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 they just they just anyway, even if you do that, that is a good. That was the same thing. It was like I remember, like when when Lillard, Lillard was going off in the first, you know, the beginning of the uh, you know the regular season bubble. It was like they better not get the Lakers, and then you know they get right. the Lakers, and then LeBron was like. Why? Like what? That is a good point. You know, it's like. Do you think it's all just Danny Green? Like everybody watched Danny Green was like, ain't no way this team's winning. Like I guarantee you, you go back about a month and there's a tweet that's like, ain't no team winning. Yeah, but you watched Danny Green in San San Antonio a couple years ago, and that's a whole different story. That's gonna be a sore spot, man. Like two thousand. Everybody talking about bad about Danny Green. Two thousand. Like no. Two thousand thirteen. Two thousand thirteen. Danny Green couldn't miss. <laughs> what, what he did in 2013 didn't really help him very much this year, though. Like, that's oh, a, yeah. that's the that's the yeah, he was horrible yeah, this year. Yeah, man. They they was yeah. All right, before we move on to football, man, um, uh, we'll go around. We're giving overall grade of the bubble, just like you know what you thought of it, the the entire thing from start to finish. Like, we're going to give it a grade. So uh, we'll start with uh, this time. We're going to go backwards. So Stephen doesn't take off on us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I- I'm leaving right now. I'm going to pull a LeBron and leave the court early. Mo, he got a ring. Come on. I could, I could, I could say it. Come Tom on. Brady LeBron left the field early. The same. Oh, Let's not talk And Tom Brady could kick Crocs too. I mean, you're not hurting my feelings if you're going to dog Tom Brady. I, we can I'm, dog a, Ra- I'm a Rams fan. So. He, shook, he shook his hand after the game in the locker Steven, room. Nah. Steven, what, All right, what, so, what Brady in the bubble? Dude, A plus, right? Because look at everything that went to account. One, we were starved for professional sports. And some people are like, yeah, wrestling is still out there. Look, I'm a wrestling guy. It's cool that wrestling was still going on. But I mean, it's not the same. Like, it's like watching like a TV show compared to a sport, right? So um, one, we were starved for sports. Um, It was the first major sports to come back. Um, It did not disappoint. We talked about it when it came back. Like, let's remember how in our feelings we were when it first came back. We were like, look at the TVs. Look at the way it felt like a real game. It didn't feel like the crowd wasn't there. You know, the games were competitive. And then they implemented the whole play-in tournament during this time, too, on the fly. And it went very well. Like, the incentive for the play-in tournament was so that the ninth seed could leap the eighth seed. They did that in year one, so that was great, right? We got to see Portland instead of an injured Memphis Grizzlies team in there. And then the whole reason why the season was canceled was because of, you know, the COVID-19 virus, right? They they negated that based off of, like, all the implementations, that 100-something page, you know, document that they implemented with all the positives. Zero positives, positives, right? Like, the only – Think about it. They had zero positives, and we'll get into that later when we start talking about college football. Why there's a big difference. So, right, I, I know they're different sports, but I'm saying I give them credit. Zero positives. And then just the playoffs themselves. Like every series was fun to watch. I can't think of one series that was boring to watch. Right, like even the sweeps were still a lot of the games were close, or the gentlemen sweeps. I'll, I'll, I'll wait for my turn, but I got like daytime basketball was the greatest thing ever. Of course, yeah, and I know, I know, I'm. I know I'm missing stuff, you know. And oh, no, that's cool, man. It, it was just phenomenal. A-plus, man. Like, oh, I'm a basketball head. I loved it. It was great. Chris. 
I was perfect. Give it a perfect score. Whatever. Uh, Ten, yes. 10.0. Like you said, the one of the best parts, especially in the early bubble games, was was the day, was the noon bath noon starts. Oh my god! And sir. watching games at work, you know, uh, you know, wasn't doing my job great at work, but I was watching the game. That's important. <laughs> but uh, that was great. No, the bubble. First of all, no, no positive cases, right? No positive cases. So that's a that's a home run. Right, we all we had no, one scare. We had a couple scares with, with Lemon Pepper Lou and and uh, and Daniel House, you <laughs> yes. know. But uh, Rashawn Holmes getting takeout right outside the bubble. Yeah, Rashawn Holmes do, uh, getting uh, Uber Eats or whatever he was getting. But other than that, I mean, it went smooth, right? I think uh, I think the country should probably take a little lesson from the NBA and you know, with, uh, with how uh, with how uh, they handle that. that. <laughs> but that's a whole nother podcast. But uh, yes, wrong. But, We'll do that if Jeff needs help. We can yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, But uh, but uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, everything went smooth. No positive tests. We got great basketball and great story. Great storytelling. Great, you know, young guys stepping up. Jamal Murray, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard going off. You know, Yusuf Nurkic coming back from a leg injury, playing great. You know, we got the we got Devin Booker and the Suns. Just so many great storylines. You know, disappointments. Pelicans. You know, Clippers, uh, all these, well, the Bucks. You know, Giannis. Now the Giannis storyline. It's now going to increase for next year. Now we have a great storyline going to next oh, year. Yeah. Right? Can the Bucks? Can the Bucks do whatever it takes to keep Giannis? You know, so that's going to be big going to next year. Yeah, but, you know, and then obviously the Lakers yeah. capping it off and LeBron winning. You know, the LeBron AD winning his first championship. Another, you know, Dwight Howard finally winning a championship. LeBron winning his fourth title thir- with a third different team. You know, finals MVP, fourth time, you know, it's it just, it was just, it was just great, you know, great basketball. I, I'm just, I'm sad it's over, but, you know, <laughs> it, it was definitely as, you know, Adam Silver and, and everyone who's control the NBA did a hell of a job putting this bubble together. Cause this yeah. is, not, listen, they don't teach you how to deal with, you know, co- uh, a, a, a pandemic, right? That's not in the, no, in the commissioner handbook. That's not in the commissioner handbook, how to deal right. with a pandemic. Adam Silver, by far, out of all the other commissioners, handled it the best. He did the best job. They did a great job. I'm uh, and I'm I'm happy with with the with the product we got on the court because it was plus it was a plus basketball. So Absolutely. just overall, ten out of ten. If I could give it a high score, right. I would. But it's ten out of ten for me. <laughs> Mo, what do you give the overall grade? Same thing. You know, I'm not gonna elaborate on it too much. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. A, a plus. It was perfect. They hit. Coach, what do you give it, man? A plus, A plus. Hey, going, going back to your point, Jeff, and also your point, Chris. Tw- matinee basketball. Mm-hmm. You cannot crazy. beat that. As, as I wish a, they as got a, more of that, man. Right, I, I love matinee. More matinee basketball. That's matinee basketball thing. was amazing. Yeah. And then the fact yeah. Dwight Howard wins a championship in Orlando. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Right. Full and circle. I- I was, happy, I was happy for AD getting a championship too. I think that's kind of yeah. overlooked that a young star like AD, like you know, yeah. a lot of a lot of these guys, one and doneers come out, and you know, you don't know how it's going to go. So you know, the, the kid got one. So Brennan, and A plus, obviously. Um, you guys are too say, easy. It is hundred percent an A plus. It was the basketball wise of it was so much fun. Being a Miami fan was unbelievably that's fun. True. That's an easy one. But I will say the only thing. For me personally, this was the first time ever watching basketball that I rooted against LeBron James. Oh, that's true. And the first time that I rooted for him. 
<laughs> you know, well, you have good reasons to root against him because you know he, that's a possible opponent. So right, right, right. This is, and I'll obviously, you know, being from Ohio, obviously huge LeBron fan. This was the first time rooting against LeBron James. I didn't realize how frustrating. Oh, it this is. kid had LeBron his wall for ever, <laughs> forever. But I didn't realize how frustrating it was until you are playing against LeBron James. <laughs> And you're like, oh no, this is. Oh, I, I I'm a Bulls fan. You think well, you, you get it? You get it. But I was like, yeah. oh, this is. This Mo, Mo was probably crying, man. Mo was crying. Leave Mo alone. I'm with Mo. It was really. Dust can cry, dog. Mo had a rough Sunday. Dak got his leg broken. Hey, Chris. Is that a Michigan song? Is that a Michigan song? Hey, Chris. We're not throwing it up. We. We're not, talk, we're not talking about that. That didn't happen. No. That was a, not yet. <laughs> uh, I give I give the bubble a however many A plus plus you can give it. It 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 worked great, and I enjoyed it so much. The basketball was great. I and I thought it um, most importantly, the young stars you know got to play at different times of the day. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I re- I remember that's how I learned to love baseball. I've I've said this a lot, like. You know, they play these games at 8.30 and 9 o'clock at night because mm-hmm. that's when, you know, Bud Light and stuff will pay the sponsors. But I learned to love baseball because I watched it during the daylight hours and things like that. So I just imagine that there's a lot of kids who in July and August of, you know, 2020 got to see basketball that it normally starts at, you know, 8.30, 9.30 at night. And and, and if it, even in just – a few of them, you know, became Devin Booker fans for life and Suns fans for life or whoever, right. Jamal Murray, whoever. I think that is the biggest takeaway from this. Um, and I just thought it was great. Uh, good job, NBA. Uh, I just, you know, I, just, I thought it was awesome. So, killed it. Uh, right. So, we're going we're gonna, to, bam, shut the door on that. And we're going to do some uh, – we're gonna do some uh, NCAA college college football. We're gonna do some college football. And NFL oh, preview. that was a rough week in college football. Well, I'm telling me, man. This is the preview, so we're moving on to next week. Me, on me to the next week. Me, me and Coach already did the overreaction. Everything's behind us now. Yeah, that was a great show, by the way, guys. That was an awesome show. Oh, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah Coach, Coach, Coach was the best show, man. I'm I'm Thanks. just uh, I'm honored to be a part of it. Uh, you know, when hey, asked, you know, definitely, definitely, definitely a lot of fun. So um, not, not a great, not a great college football schedule this week, but there are some, there some were, there, yeah, there's, there's some, so but, I, but this, this show is more about like storylines, like what to watch. Not really. Mm-hmm. I'm not, obviously anybody can throw out like whatever the, you know, whatever the top two rankings are. So like a game to watch, like, so I'll throw this out there. Pitt Miami is a game to watch. Pitt's got a really good defense. They're one of those teams that can can beat anybody. We still Miami didn't like I, we we know they took a you know beating last week from Clemson, but I think Clemson is they're they're one of the they're the only team we've saw so far that's ridiculous. they could beat the Jets. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> this might be the Clemson. first time I agree. Clemson's on another level. They, they got a better quarterback and a better running back than the Jets. So so Clemson the Jets like, have a running back. What? Right. Oh, no more. <laughs> <laughs> so Pitt Miami is one to watch. Like this is another test for Miami. You're coming off a, a tough Clemson defeat. Mm-hmm. You're going against a really, a really physical and good defense that's going to, you know, focus. But Pitt doesn't score a lot. So in theory, if Miami is who we thought they were two weeks ago, they ought to handle this. So this is the game that I had on my list for. Um, you know. Keep your yeah. eyes on this game. Let's find out. Let's find out, you know, where Miami's at. So, uh, uh, Coach, what do you think? 
and this could be a very interesting game. Both of these two teams coming off of heartbreaking losses. Mm-hmm. And then Pitt, which is crazy, they have back-to-back <laughs> one-point losses. So they could have been literally sitting here exactly. two points away from being 5-0. and oh. So, And Pitt is just one of those sneaky, weird teams. Like I said, as, as an ACC guy, I hate playing Pitt in October. Like, That's I, I feel that. like October and Pitt is just like it's almost – it feels like it's – it's almost like a death strike. Like, yeah. if you're playing him in October, it's bizarre. But I mean, and I think it's going to yeah. be a, a surprisingly good game. Mo, what do you think about this game? Um, honestly, I just hope Miami loses because uh, <laughs> it'll make me happy. But no, to be honest, so I haven't been like I'm a diehard college football fan. Oh, I can't wait to <laughs> fire you and live on the air. Fired. <laughs> But no, nah, I can't like he just I, I can't he lie. He's just happy he didn't have to throw up the U. He's just happy he didn't have to throw <laughs> hey, up the U. Hey, hundred percent. But I'm I'm gonna be I love college football, but yeah. I haven't been into it until next weekend. So like I haven't really watched all these teams. Oh, I wonder why. It's yeah, it's just for me, like I love college football, but it's just it I don't have that same feeling this year right, towards right. college. Well, I've seen some of the teams play, but without Ohio State there every Saturday, I just don't even have the drive to watch some of yeah, these right. games. But I'm a definitely I watched a lot last weekend. And so like to see Miami though, I, to be honest and an honest take, I don't think Miami should be concerned about the loss to Clemson. Now, if it starts a downward trend to consistently losing, but they shouldn't lose their mojo because they lost to Clemson. Bro, honestly, Clemson is the most dominant team this year so far in college football. It's not close. Not even close. Um, I think part of the reason it's not close is because Ohio State has stepped on the field, but we're going to leave that for another one. But, like, even because the team that I had that I thought was, like, the best team in the country, I put it on Facebook and deleted it, like, the next mm-hmm. day, uh, Florida. Uh, I felt like Florida was probably going to be the best team. Like, because I didn't want to weigh too much on Clemson. Uh, ain't that, like, that, that was it. Like, I didn't want to weigh too much on Clemson. We know what Clemson is, but Florida, Florida. was looking great until they just lost to AM. So, frauds. Frauds. Yeah, basically, they, they are. And so, you know, I had high hopes for like Oklahoma. And Spencer Rattler, Ooh. I know they're rebuilding, but it was just having Spencer Rattler. I had like some hopes and some excitement there. Texas is letting everybody God, down Rattler. once again. Like Texas is letting everybody down. So honestly, I, if I'm yeah. Miami, I go into this game as if I'm undefeated. Don't take the loss to Clemson or the beatdown, whatever you want to call it. Don't take the loss to Clemson no, on I the chin. Keep it moving. Don't let it start. Just uplift from there. You might be able oh. to see Clemson again. You know what I mean in the ACC championship. Ultimately, you'll probably be able to play them again. I don't want to see them in the ACC. Championship. All right, Chris, how you feel? How you feel about this game, man? I know last week was tough, but I don't think I think we were right. Like we had a pregame show last week, college college pregame show we did last Saturday morning, and we all talked about Travis Etienne. And I don't think we missed that at all. Like here's what's funny: like once again, three days later, college football live on one of the networks is like, Hey, Travis at the end, like nobody's talking about it. And literally said, like, right. what's we said, we said he's the best said. running back in college football. football. He was the best yeah. last year in college. To football. Me right. it's, maybe. Yep. But this year it's not even close. Like the comparison, I guess is Najee Harris is yeah, probably the next too, best yeah, running he's back. Too, and yeah. He's really good. But Travis Etienne is, he's Wait, hands down the best running back in college football. So, so Chris, how you feeling about this week, brother? 
Well, like we said, remember, when we did when we talked about the Clemson Miami preview, what did we talk about? Miami can't stop the run, and guess yeah, who they're right. going against? <laughs> who, who at to that point wasn't even playing up to his level, right? He was still like trying to figure out, you know, his, his game, right? And then what he do? He goes off, right? He looks like he looks so fat. He was that faster than everyone. I was like, he was quicker than everyone. He looked like the best running back by far in the in the in the whole country. That's right. And, he's a starting and it, running back right now. Yeah, he's a starting. Yeah, he's a first round pick for next year for sure. But you know, listen, it's going against Clemson, man. They're just a dominant football team. Like, so I expected that. So I, I think Miami, like, and as looking on Twitter and, and following a lot of the players, they, they're kind of upbeat. They're ready to go. Listen, they know they know who they are going against, right? They're going against a juggernaut, right? It, it, it's So going against Clemson, losing to Clemson the way they lost. And it was, yeah. listen, they fought. They fought. Yeah. And, and which I did like. I, they didn't, I didn't think they looked bad. They, they, they didn't quit. They just, they're playing a, 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 like I said, a juggernaut in Clemson. So can't get too upset about that. I just hope that, you know, and I, and I feel I believe that they'll when they go into they'll play Pitt this week, and they've had some tough losses to Pitt in the, in the past. So hopefully that doesn't come back to bite them in the in the butt, you know. So uh, hopefully you know Derek King gets back on track. We get the run game back on, you know, with those guys uh, Cam Harris and Cheney and Knight and, and getting and the pass rush, you know, uh, Quincy Roche, you know, and uh, and Jalen Phillips. We get going. The secondary, you know, had some ups and downs, but. Hopefully we get back on track and, and we uh, we come back showing. And I, I believe they will because listen, when you go against Clemson, you know I, I think they know you know what they were going against, and I don't I don't think you should be that upset that you get you know you, you got smacked by Clemson. I mean it's going to happen to most teams each every week, so can't get too upset. But I think they'll bounce back this week against Pitt, and they'll definitely definitely play uh, better football. All right, Stephen, any thoughts on this game? Yeah, absolutely. You you touched Mo, you just touched on one thing, right? Is that you haven't enjoyed the season. Why again? Why haven't you enjoyed the season? Because Ohio State isn't playing yet. And what conference are they in? Big Ten. And what other conference hasn't played yet? The Pac twelve. Right. So Miami needs to win this game because competition in the top twenty five is gonna start getting pretty thick here soon, right? Yeah. So they did get they did get smacked by Clemson, right? And I know that there was mixed reviews on whether or not how close this game was going to be, but I think we all came to the same consensus, right, on that Miami would lose. They need to beat Pitt because competition is going to start getting thick soon. By default. Yeah, by default. Yeah, default. It's by default. Because the SEC, same thing is going to happen in the SEC and some of these other crazy teams like, you know, the Raging Cajuns and BYU and <laughs> all these other teams like, they need to they need to start hitting these win buttons really really soon because competition is going to start getting thick. Got, got more teams coming, yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as we win the ACC, you know, we win the we win the Atlantic and then we go uh, and we beat UNC. You know, oh, no, we're just going to be a good game. UNC at the end of the year. And we get to the <laughs> ACC championship. That's all I worry. I don't care hey, about where we're fifth. Here we have we ready. We ready. It's Brendan, Pitt, Miami, man. I would, I would have to roll again what Mo said is I just haven't – like it feels like college football to me hasn't even started You ain't yet. got to pad Mo's stats, man. No, I know. Like, he's here. They're the same dude. They're Miami and Ohio oh, State fans. You know what I mean? Let me get you a Mo up in flames jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it's – Got a little protege I think over there. I think we're going to be like this, you know, with 
I know once the Big Ten canceled and everything, I was like, no, you know, I'm still gonna love love watching college football. And I try to tell everybody it's different. Huh? But then, like, I feel like I'd I didn't even. I love. I feel like I was starting to pee at night. But, but I mean, I, I've I've still been you know keeping on. I've still been watching. But I would say you know I, I would agree just with Miami shouldn't. You can't worry. They about need to last win. Week. I think can't worry about last week. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. you said, they do need to win so they don't start a downhill trend. You have to come out and win this game. Well, on a shortened season, everything. Keep everybody going. A shortened know? season, you win. You know, like like every single minute matters. Like the whole Big Twelve's on a downhill trend. I'm right, sorry, right, 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 right. You don't have enough time to lose games. So right, you don't have. Yeah, you have no I think, time at all. I think uh, you know the thing is Miami needs to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's cool. But I believe, really believe, this is going to be one of the best watchable games of the weekend. Um, yeah. Pitt is a you know got a high quality defense uh, as always. I, I re- always root for Derek King. You know, I ride or die with that dude. So, um, so next, Jeff, real I, quick, I, I don't want to take away. I gotta go. I love being on with y'all. You know, I still got. I gotta no, call the wife and daughter. I appreciate you having me on, Jeff. Brandon, nice to meet you. We are gonna talk some Ohio State football. You, me, and your dad. We definitely yeah. gonna get something going on that each week. I got some info coming on that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we definitely gonna do that, Steven. Always great being on with you. Yes, sir. Coach, you coach, too. I miss you. Yes, sir. I miss you. Game, but yes, all right, I, I'll catch y'all later. No, from up in flames. All right, yeah. Mo. Go check him out. Thank you, all right, y'all. Brother. All right, man. So, so next on my list, uh, we got UNC FSU. Oh, boy. I, like, here's the thing. Like, if you're – like, you guys know – everybody knows it's a college football fan. I understand that from an outsider, it's easy to say, like, FSU's terrible, blah, blah, blah. Nah. Like, there's never a season, like, you know, UNC is ranked five, and Brendan just touched on it. Like, you got a lot of teams coming back into the fold real quick. So, UNC UNC can't take a loss, and then all of a sudden, automatically, Penn State, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Michigan is all going to jump you by not playing. By not even starting the season, mm-hmm. they're going to jump. Right. So, and this is a big win. If you're, you know, coaches, UNC fan, yeah. he'll tell you, like, there's never a time where you don't want to beat FSU. And they got to win this game. If you're number five versus an unranked team, you got to win the game. So, this is a, this is a watchable game. Like, you're watching brands right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, what do you think, Coach? What's your, what's, what's um, your and I, I start with Florida State first. Um, of course, this is a you know this is somewhat of a down year for Florida State. But they, they aren't devoid of talent. Um, you look at their quarterback situation. I think um, uh, it, it's quarterback name. Uh, his name is uh, Jordan Travis. Travis I think he's, yeah, he, he did his thing um, against Notre Dame last week. And then you think about Asante Samuel Jr. and also um, Marvin Wilson. Um, mm-hmm. They're a talented team. Oh, yeah, um, they, sure. they gave Notre Dame fits. Um, so you, it, Carolina just really has to seize the moment. This is the opportunity. You got to go to Tallahassee. Exactly. You got to take care of business. And then, like you say, when we're lumping the Big Ten coming back in and then – even though Oregon's coming back in a few more weeks, but just, that's just talk about for this week itself. Yeah, you really need to, you know, have some style points. And when you look at it, you look at I think they, I think they beat Notre, um, Notre Dame beat about seventeen points. You want to be in that same kind of caliber where you can say, hey, well, yes, you're stacking against that. Where you look at it from that standpoint, but um, Carolina you, at this point, you don't put the foot off the gas. To me, it's hashtag get to Charlotte on <laughs> December nineteenth and shock the that's world and beat Clemson. 
No, absolutely. You, you, you want to, yeah, you want to. The last, the, the Saturday before Christmas, you want to be in Charlotte, North Carolina, and to, and you cannot at this point, you cannot let the foot, you cannot let your foot off the gas. Oh, it's four feet ahead. Our people notice, right. mm-hmm. people notice this when it's going across the bottom line. They notice the the team you beat. That they they do not. A casual fan or even a most of yep. the casual voters are not going to go and dig deep into analytics and see what kind of team right. they They're going to see right. FSU, you know, you know, losers or wins or whatever. And yes, they're a talented team. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah, you have to take care of business. They're, those guys that I mentioned, um, uh, NFL caliber guys, oh, you know, Mar- Marvin and Asante, they'll be starting next year on some NFL franchise next exactly. year. They'll be playing yeah. on Sundays. Yeah, and and you can't and, – and if you, like, on the negative side, if you take the loss, that's it. Like, yeah, oh, you're done. You're done. Because then all of a sudden Florida State's terrible. Like, if you lose, right. they're terrible. So, and yeah. they get a top ten – a top five win? Yeah. No. No. We can't do that. No, no. So, I I, I got UNC. I, th- I, th- I think they're good. I'm, I'm going to enjoy this game. What do you think, Steven? I'm with y'all. I think UNC gets the victory. I think if they – if Florida State wins this game, like they'll automatically be in the top twenty-five next year just based off of this win. You know what I mean? Because of the the prestige that they have, you know, because of their history. Exactly. But I mean, if you look at this year, right? They're one and three on the season, zero and three in the ACC. They narrowly lost against Georgia Tech. Got smoked by Miami. Their only win was against Jacksonville State, who did put twenty-four on them, right? And then they got spanked by Notre Dame. So. I'm not expecting UNC to get beat in this game. I think Howell is, you know, trying to, you know, continue to impress everybody, continue to raise his standings in the quarterback rankings, and then eventually, you know, be a number one draft pick um, to some lucky team who, you know, isn't isn't at isn't bad enough to land, you know, a Lawrence or or or, or Fields or what have you, right? But. Um, I'm rolling with UNC this week, just like I did last week. Coach, your team is, hasn't let me down since I started really paying like attention it. to them. Yeah. At, the only reason I watch them is because of you, bro. And uh, they oh, no, they definitely put them on my radar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, they, they haven't let me down yet. So um, we got a good fan question here. It's a long yeah. time fan. Um, does uh, Does the high state need to blow out teams to guarantee a playoff spot because they're starting so late? Or does it does it matter? I would say no. I mean, they're going to do it anyway, but they don't need to. And the good thing with them, they'll have the teams. So they'll they'll be playing against a, a valuable opponent, so they, exactly. their ranking will be justified. As long as they get the w, they I think well, Halloween y'all y'all play Penn State, right? Yeah, yes. we got Penn yeah, State. Yeah, yeah. that's that, a big game. That's, that's crazy when you think out out the gate your second game you play at Penn State. Mm-hmm. Right. So you think to yourself, no. I look at it the other way. I'm like, out of the second game, Penn State's like, we got to play Ohio State. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, there's, there's, Ohio State's going to be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. They'll be fine, yeah. They'll be fine. Thanks, thanks for the question, Ryan. We appreciate it, man. I had a B in the house. That's why I had to go away. It was a B uh, in the house. Everybody's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. North Carolina, I, FSU. I ain't going to lie. I ain't got a lot to say about it. Just – like we said earlier, blow out. If Florida State wins, Florida State becomes terrible because everyone will talk about not they won't become terrible. That's a bad way to put it, but they are terrible. No, you could say they're terrible. <laughs> they're terrible, but if Florida State wins, then they'll talk about. If Florida State wins, uh, uh, Ellinger will be like they're bad. He'll be in the top twenty-five right. next season. Right, right. To start it's, the year. North Carolina is. You got to win this they're game. Better. They're a better team. One hundred percent. You got to win this game. 
but they got to win it. That's you the have thing. to win it. That's and the thing about this season. You, you have to, yeah. yeah. You have to be Florida State to just really oh show. So everybody knows Florida State's still exactly, terrible. exactly. You State don't want to be their first ACC victory, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, no. yeah. That'll be fine. That'll be Even fun. though it would be Brandon funny, it would be funny. You won. Yeah, makes terrible. You know what I mean? It would be hysterical though. Y'all relentless. Oh. Okay, we got one more college game because uh, Florida decided to uh, take the matters into their own hands. Well, Florida and LSU will not be playing this weekend, so mm-hmm. we will not talk about them not playing this weekend <laughs> and their mm-hmm. coach being a jackass. Um, oh, he's a clown. I mean, yeah. clown. Man, so, clown. So, what I, I miss because I'm not I'm – he, he, he wanted a full capacity. Their coach said he wanted 95,000 people there to watch and play LSU. Uh, I, and okay. but then they they had uh, five positives. They had two uh, 23. twenty three. Didn't he? Didn't he blame that, the lack of fans? Players. Didn't he yeah. blame the lack of fans yep. of why they lost yeah. to Texas A and M? Yeah, I'm like, wait. So you're using that as an excuse? Why you that never goes over well. That never ever goes never gonna work out. Yeah. For I mean, it. I can't stand out. Florida as is, but then when you use that as an excuse of why you lost it's, the game, it here's made what, me dislike them even more. Here's what I would tell college coaches right now. Don't talk about COVID. Like, yeah, just, right. Shut don't, up. just don't talk about it. No, yes. I, I have feelings. I under, I totally understand how it's like. I under. We all understand all this. We all have. Mm-hmm. All, if you're a college football coach, don't talk about it. Just mm-hmm. turn the game. Right. You know what I mean. So now, so they can't play exactly. positive test. So that exactly. game, that game is postponed after coming off a loss. So you know, I don't know what to tell uh, Mullen and the boys. But uh, so Saturday night. Uh, Alabama. This is is Alabama gave up all the yards last week. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Georgia's Georgia's. They had a a quiet, uh, you know, half versus Arkansas. They had a quiet half. Other than that, they're a juggernaut. Wasn't quiet on my end. Um, Yeah, but Arkansas and Georgia. That was a pretty close game for. A, a little bit, you know, oh, yeah. A half, but I mean, hey, but, it was something. And Alabama was in a shootout, which mm-hmm. ever be in. Ole Miss, right? They play? Tennessee. Oh, Ole Miss. No, Tennessee got spanked by. Yeah, Georgia. Georgia. So, so uh, that that's 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 obviously the game of the week. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, what, what what do you think about uh, uh, Georgia and Alabama? We'll start with Stephen. Stephen, you go first because you guys have played uh, Georgia. I, I mean, it's hard to go against a Nick Saban coach team, especially yeah. after especially after a tight win. And, that well, that, and, and his reputation is like he oh, just like, got COVID oh. too. He just got COVID. Oh, I didn't hear that. Nick Saban, yeah, I hope COVID nineteen's okay. That's you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously, see that's a that's an appropriate COVID joke. <laughs> I hope COVID nineteen's okay. But yeah, I have a hard time betting against Nick. Oh, he Saban. can't coach the game. Uh, Maybe at home. Uh, he may be in a box somewhere. You know, he may be up in a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure, on. Sure. can have communication. But still, I didn't know that, didn't it? But hey, so wow. Okay. I so. mean, he's still he's gonna you know Zoom chat or whatever. He's gonna have his team ready. Um, Georgia's had a, a couple of close calls already. We just talked about you know Bama having one close call. Uh, against Kiffin, right? But um, I don't know. It's just Georgia. They both basically have the same problem. Like, like their offenses are showing up, but their defenses are kind of left standing. So basically, to me, it's just a it's a coaching 
battle, and advantage goes to Nick Saban. The SEC is not playing defense this year. Okay, here's uh, the- they look like the Big Twelve. So check they do. I heard well, there's a lot of injuries like around the in, around the SEC, like several several injuries you, for, so for multiple teams. For Alabama, Mac Jones actually looks really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, not surprised. Talent. So here's the stat of the the week that just blew me away. So last week in that Ole Miss Alabama game, Al- <laughs> Ole Miss only stopped Alabama from getting. 41 possible yards, which means every time Alabama got the ball, the farthest they could go was the goal line. Okay? So oh, they out of like a possible whatever it was, like 700 and some yards, mm-hmm. they only stopped them from getting 41, and that was they had like one punt. That was the craziest stat I've ever heard. So essentially, they could have not been on the field and only gave up 41 more yards. Yeah. Literally mm-hmm. could have not put a player on the field. So Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and but 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 they were in the game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. True. Because Alabama's defense did nothing. They, uh, nothing. They, no, they were awful. Alabama's in trouble. So uh, yeah. what, what do you think, Coach? Man, it's, yeah, what's so funny about it all is Nick Saban he'll be couch coaching. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Live. Um, yeah. <laughs> so or, right. or pun intended. Pun intended. Yeah. You gotta own those puns, guys. Anyway, I'm sorry. I know, right? We, we, we just humble. We just humble servants. That's all. But uh, yeah, so it's gonna be a different issue. Well, we, 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 we hope Nick's good. We hope. Yeah, and that, yeah, and he's. I think at this point, I say he was asymptomatic. So I think for the most part, he's, he's fine for present and the day. AD, the AD, the AD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows if they even play? Yeah. Man, that's going to be just interesting. I, I just want to see and how instrumental Steve Car- Sarkeesian mm-hmm. is going to be in this as far because he'll be the quote unquote coach yeah. um, for Alabama. So this yeah. is going to be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that, be that's not going to go well then. <laughs> right. And that's what, right. And that's another thing too is going to be interesting. And then, like you're saying, like Georgia, this is going to be like a classic matchup. And like you said, defense, it's going to be somewhat, a, a, somewhat of a disadvantage in the sense. But man, I definitely and I like even Stinson Bennett, what mm-hmm. he's been doing the last couple of weeks, kind of putting together no, um, his, his run. Yeah, so that's one thing too, where you're gonna see these guys' offense just shine. And I, I mean, I'm a, it's gonna be a shootout. It's gonna be a shootout, and it's funny to think that Alabama Georgia game is gonna be. Watch it be twenty one fourteen. Right, right, and that's something. Right, it would be like that too because we thinking in the forties and the thirties, because I think Alabama averaging was about forty two a game. Yeah, I think, that's, um, that's yeah, yeah. And, and 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 you know Mac jo- Mac Jones is he's just. Najee no, Harris no, has ten touchdowns. Right? Harris, right, and that's crazy. No, right? he's out of control. The difference, yeah. the difference in this season though is that I don't think that if you lose a game, so whoever loses this game, I don't think you automatically get that spot in the playoffs and and miss the SEC championship. It's going to be so crazy how they weigh the games. It's going to be really weird. Yes. So like, I really yes. not only who you lose against, but it's when you lose against them and when you're staggered the conferences. Oh, it's it's going to be really weird how they. Evaluate and then, and then the thing about it, and this would this would be considered an early loss because just the, the complexity of the season. Because I think know. about it, because normally if it was October fourteenth, I mean October, you know seventeenth, and in in the normal world, yeah, we're like mid season. You're like, oh, you're screwed. We're like, like this. This is this would have been a de facto quote unquote college football playoff elimination game. Yeah, 
Yeah. In most in most cases, but now well, it depends on who it, loses. If it's Bama losing, they'll probably try to find a way to make them in. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, they'll so, they, they put five in. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> and that and that what scares me, especially as a Tar Heel fan. Like it's literally that scares me. Like if we yeah. were in that, if we were in that five six range with Alabama, it's like just give and it. You're just undefeated and it's one yeah. Yeah, right. You can't lose. Right. Or, right. or if we had, or like, oh, like what happened to us last year where we lost to a point, the Clemson. Mm-hmm. And well, we really tough get, loss. And that's another thing too, really where you know. So just imagine that case happens if we're like one and three, one versus three, and the Alabama who then lost twice. Mm-hmm. Or something crazy happened, and they'll put them in. Yep. Just off the strength of Alabama, the brand. What do you think, yeah. Brendan? Who you got? Alabama, Georgia. I would say Georgia. Oh, wow. Um, I think. Oh. Oh. I'll go with Georgia. because It's not crazy to think. No, no it's, it's not. not. It's not. It's just a hot take. But it's I think, I mean, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's like a. I think it's yeah. a warm take. I can still pull my hand back. I ain't got to go to the hospital. I put some mitts on. Some mitts. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be a fun game, and I think, I think if Georgia wins, it'll really obviously. I mean, beating Alabama. If they win, obviously they're gonna beat Alabama, and that'll really like. So because there's been a lot of talk about Georgia, and that'll like put them there. You know what I mean? Well, that like, there's a good chance solidify their spot, and I don't think there's anybody else in the SEC that's gonna touch either one of these teams. There's a good chance that uh, Georgia, maybe Florida, Auburn, that Georgia but, won't even have to play Florida. I mean, Florida's, Florida's, in, Florida's in trouble. Yeah. I mean, I think, that's going to factor into it. We, can, around we, can, I don't, we can't ignore that. We can't ignore the uh, the postponed yeah. game factor. So uh, yeah, I mean, it. if there's one thing we've learned though, like these football is going to do whatever it can to fight through this oh, yeah. pandemic, like whatever it can. They, they, they might they're going to play the end of the season in like next June. And they don't it care. may be two seasons worth of football, but they'll, they'll finish. They're going to make it. They're going to make it work. All, all right. So let's move on to the NFL real quick. I know we're running long, guys. It's been a fun show, though. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, so uh, we'll go to the NFL real quick. Biggest game of the weekend. And it, this is insane. Oddly I, enough. I can't believe I'm saying Brown, Brown Steelers. Like, wow. Who would have thunk it? And they're, they're, they're Steelers are undefeated. Uh, Brown mm-hmm. four, four one. in a row. You're right, four in a row. Great, four in a row. Um, I I don't even I don't even know what to make of this. I despise right. I despise both teams, but it is what it is, man. This is a this Brown, is a game. I mean, whoever wins this is you know in charge. Yeah, FC North. I mean, the Ravens. Control, yeah. Ravens already took a loss. Uh, the mm-hmm. Best division in football. So, uh, what, what do you think, Coach uh, Brown Steelers? Wow, I I got the Steelers in the matchup, even though I know. Russ, uh, not Russ, but uh, wow. Even though mm-hmm. Baker, he's hurt, and he said mama didn't raise no wuss, but he, he ain't playing that Pittsburgh to the defense. He talks a lot. I oh, can't yeah, we all know. He, right, but Baker said, you know, so to me, I got to steal this think, yeah. And I think it's just one of the things where it's just like, hey, the Steelers is taking care of business, and this is a little a small bump in the road for Cleveland, and they'll move on. And three, 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 two, five. Three and two, yeah. yeah. Three and two is great. Yeah, for Cleveland, yes, indeed. It's we think. I'm, I'm going with the Cleveland Browns. Oh, Odell, Odell. I think I think Odell's going to have him a nice. Ah, game. there it is, the Kareem, giant. Kareem Hunt has, uh, you know, is emerged as a, uh, you know, he's still one of the the best running backs in the league. Still, you know, so 
he's uh and to me the defense of the of the Browns has definitely stepped up too. Yeah, with uh um, Miles Garrett is is an apps he's he might be the best uh pass rusher in the NFL. He's, he's, he's the best Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is, but that's okay. Not named Aaron Donald. Not named no Aaron comment. Donald. No comment. A- yeah. a- sacks. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Edge versus inside, whatever. Yeah, he might be the best. Game. He might be the best you know, edge rusher in, in, in football right now. He's just he, he's just tremendous on the outside. So uh, I just I think uh, I think they get it done. I think obviously Baker being a little banged up, that definitely hurts, but you know, if they can run the football, if they can establish the run and, yeah. and, you know, get some pressure on Big Ben, you know, which you can because Ben Ben is not Absolutely. moving. He's not moving great. You know, He's I actually know, the worst quarterback to be playing against that defensive front. Yeah, and I know, I know, you know, Steelers offense, you know, Chase Claypool went absolutely Ooh. off last week. He went off. I'm glad someone mentioned his name because I was about to. Claypool yeah. went off, but, yeah. you know, Juju, they still got Juju. Uh, Deontay mm-hmm. Johnson's banged up. I don't know if he's going to play, uh, but I, I think I think the Browns squeaked this out. You know, I just I'm not I'm liking the way the Browns are playing. You know, the, that Cowboys game. You know, they could have easily blew that game, and that would have been the most Browns thing to happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. to, for them to just be like, all right, yeah, we blew we blew a lead, but we we fought off and, and we took care of business, right? I think Landry gets involved. We're going to get Landry more involved in the short passing game. And uh, I don't, and I think I think I think Kareem Hunt gets uh, get, uh, has a nice game. So I think the Browns win a close one. All right, Stephen. I'm gonna I'm gonna buck right back to the Steelers, and I just think watching the Steelers play their last game uh, to kind of mitigate for Roethlisberger's play, they do a lot of horizontal movement on the line. Almost in the in that last game, it was almost like watching my Rams squad. Like they were doing a lot of wide receiver movement and stuff like that. Um, Connor had a good game too, running the ball. Like he's kind of quietly had a good season. Uh, I just, I, again, I won't bet against coaching very much. And uh, Mike Tomlin is one of the best coaches in the NFL. I think that he's going to have his team ready to, you know, kind of keep a stranglehold on, on the, um, the AFC North there. And uh, I just hope that uh, Mason Rudolph kind of pulls the Dwayne Haskins and has, has a stomach bug or whatever for when, uh, you know, Miles Garrett rolls into town. Mason oh. Randolph. We, last week we put him Randolph. Man. What do you think, Brandon? Brown, Brown Steelers. So I got distracted by the Hassan's comment. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you, I'll take the Browns. Really? I'll tell you what, I've been watching. So, because obviously, you know, the games we get here. I watch the red zone for the most part. His mm-hmm. fiance is a Browns fan. So I watch a lot of Browns. I watch a lot of Browns football. I mean, a lot. They have like, my family is but, my family are big Browns fans too. Really? Right. So yeah. I watch a lot, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what they did the biggest. And I think uh, it was one of the ESPN guys. It was uh, Brandon Marshall said. Never heard of him. No, no, no. I know, I know. But Brandon Marshall <laughs> said something one day. I saw <laughs> which which Brandon Marshall? No, I'm just I'm playing. <laughs> no, no, I don't get Jeff Brown though. But but Brandon Marshall said how. <laughs> With because OBJ was obviously struggling a lot in like the first like two games, I'd say two three games, two and a half seasons. Well, and Brandon Marshall said the best. He was like, you have to get him involved early because yeah. it was showing how he had like two targets in the first quarter, like and like two games are, and they started doing that. And he's had two but that's the whole really good problem. games, like you know what I mean? Forcing, forcing. Well, you have to force it, it's working. It's working right now. I'm not saying it's going to work forever, but it's working right now, so I'm going to keep rolling with it, and why not? And 
they do look surprisingly good. It's really weird to say because, you know, I've never been like – always been like Browns are horrible, da, 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 whatever. But I'm telling you, they look good. It's no, crazy. Good they look seven. really good. good. Offensive line looks great. Yeah. Oh, the line is really good. Offensive line looks yes. really good. And that, and that that carries over. And they have all the talent. Like, they have all the talent in the world out there. You got – with Landry and OBJ and everybody, you got all the talent in the world. And then, like, Nick Chubb went down, which was huge. But, oh, wait, you have former leading back. rusher, Kareem back. Hunt. Yeah, back. but they were all – that was their their game. They beat a good Colts team last week, too. That oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I would say last week was probably – That was the number biggest. one defense in the league. In right. The league last yeah. week. But Phillip Rivers gives them nine points. And exactly, that, right. that's classic Phillip Rivers. Well, that's part of the that's part of the defense, right? Yeah. Yeah, I still, <laughs> yeah. I still have uh, – I still have Steelers winning this game. I think they're a little bit better than the Browns right now. Not, right. I don't think the Browns are bad. I think they're these. No, not at all. I mean, see my rankings. Browns cracked the top ten. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't believe it myself. It's weird. I, I wanted to drag them down. I just couldn't. It is what it is, man. You know, I got integrity. The Browns um, secondary might kill them. Get off the ball network. Either, but, if you want to see that. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I got I got Steelers. I got Steelers winning, but I don't think that the Browns are. a a fraud or by any means i think it should be one of the more entertaining games you know sure. week so uh chiefs bills mm. Coach, chiefs bills man both of these teams are coming off a heartbreak and now you're like oh boy like it's almost like both these teams if i would have thought to myself like it's hard to think like both these teams gonna one of these teams gonna lose back to back yeah. Wait, that's true. Somebody's gonna and take and that's another thing too. Where I, I got you gotta give me the Chiefs in this matchup. I think they're gonna have they're gonna bounce back. I I like the Bills. I I really really like, like them. I've been seeing them last night. I'm like I'm still on them, and, and pray for Josh Norman. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my God, that was yeah. horrible. You know what, man? Josh. If Josh, he's created, Josh, he Josh that. Just right. Like Josh, you know what? It's not like he's one of the good guys. You thought his Washington, his Washington exploits was bad. <laughs> this one play has diminished everything in his Audrey. career at this point. Hey, to, to be fair, he, quote, he tried. Officially made the tackle. Oh, he tried. Oh, oh yeah. We all have tried, but <laughs> well, I mean, how many people? How many people have seen Derrick Henry? You know, with the head of steam. And, and yeah, yeah, but even in front of him. but this one was horrific. Like Earl, we thought yeah. Earl Thomas as a lead blocker yes. was, was crazy. Yes, he literally is like yes. almost like he got like, turned Ooh. inside out. Yes, <laughs> you got stiff arm and got de- and you got decleated. Look like the mascots versus the people. Was- <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It was Randy Johnson versus the bird on the pitch. You remember that? <laughs> yes. That's basically yes. what that was. That was embarrassing. This this might be a shootout because both defenses are uh, they're not playing good right now. And no, and, and, it, and you expected the Chiefs defense to not to not play well, but the fact that the Bills defense is not playing yeah. great is kind of surprising because this is what happens when you're I, when you're I thought playing I better. Thought their oh, unit yeah. was really good, and I know Tredavious White was was banged up is banged up and all that. But you still, with you know, overall they still haven't played great, you know, defense. You know, their offense has been explosive, and obviously we know the Chiefs. And I feel I still feel like the Chiefs' offense has yet to actually explode. I agree. Like, mm-hmm. like they obviously, they're, they're, I think they're averaging like thirty a game, but 
it still feels like they they're missing something offensively. Like it's it's still not there. Like yep. they still have another gear they can go. So I don't know if that happens against this week against Buffalo, but both teams coming off pretty pretty bad losses, especially the Bills. They got absolutely dismantled oh, yesterday. And a short, a short week. Weird. That was a cla- you know what? That was a classic Tuesday night football yeah. game. And yeah, that was the best Tuesday football game I ever remember watching. Yeah. So <laughs> I think uh, I think that factors I think that factors in to this week. I think the Chiefs take care of business. because uh, I, I think the short week for the Bills, you know uh, Monday, don't they? Yes. Monday night game. Five o'clock that's yeah, a, it's Sunday five o'clock game. game. Yeah. It's early five we got a double hello. So uh, yeah, I, I think I think the Chiefs bounce back and uh, Patrick Mahomes as a as a big game and and uh, especially if there's no Tre'Davious White, you know, uh, I think the Chiefs take care of business. What do you think, Stephen? Kind of yeah. Kinda... Tre'Davious White is a big injury, but also the Chiefs are looking like they're going to be without Sammy Watkins, which means more Miko Hardman. So uh, you still got Kelsey. You still got obviously you got Hill uh, Hardman. You're going to be okay if you're the Chiefs. You know, I told you know when we did our preview, I had the Chiefs losing a game. Um, this week was the scheduled loss that I put for them because I was that oh, high. Yeah. I was that high on the Bills defense. Um, but without Tre'Davious White locking up at least one person, uh, we saw what the Raiders did last week, right? And I commented on one of your guys' yeah. shows where basically what the Raiders did was they only rushed like three or four dudes at a time and dared, you know, Mahomes to to beat their secondary, right? And it wasn't. It wasn't like flawless. They, you know, Mahomes still hung up a lot of yards and points on them, but it was enough to give them the victory. Well, that's and then, a, that's oh, a go, go ahead. Everybody does that against Mahomes, and that's fine as long as you can score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they scored because David Derek Carr had a hell of a game. Yeah, you take it. Like say that, say Raiders that, say that. You know, pass to rugs. You know, whatever the seventy yarder or whatever. Say that, that or Aguilar. You know, like yeah. that was another big one too. Yeah, one of those are incomplete. Then you're like, well, they tried the same old, same old, and they lost. Well, like it's, it's kind of not the same old because typically what you do is you see at least some integration of blitzing, right? Because you want to try to throw the quarterback yeah. off rhythm, right? Move, yeah. And, and Mahomes has that escapability. He's not, you know the best running quarterback, but he's, you know, efficient and he makes great reads. Uh, I just, without white holding up at least, you know, he'll, he'll as much as you can possibly hold him up. Right. Um, I don't see the linebackers doing a good job on Kelsey either. Uh, to me, I just think that the, the bills are a little bit outmatched, not being a hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. What do you think, Brennan? Uh, I got to go with the chiefs. I don't see the chiefs losing two in a row. I really yeah, don't. You know what I mean? Like at the end, I, I, just, I, don't, I don't see the Chiefs losing two in a row. Um, I, I agree. I, I like this Bills team a lot, and I don't think the Bills are – I don't think this is going to be like a diminishing thing to them by any means. Bad but, timing. Yeah, it's just bad timing for them to lose two in a row, but I see them coming back, and I see them still being good. I see them still putting up, you know, a shot and everything. But I just – I don't see the Chiefs losing two in a row. It's just – yeah, I think I kind of agree. I just don't I, – I, I don't see Patrick Mahomes. He's just not doing it because, like, he had a weird look in his eye last week of, like – But it kind of came down to the to end. But to be fair, like, though, like, he had to pull it out against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like, if you really look at the evidence, like, we're all, like, always going to win that. And right. he did win it against a, sure. a first-time starter. So, like, he pulled that one out. Like, I, you know, like Chris said, like, they haven't. At no point have they been, like, 
Oh, dude, this, you know, they're no. unstoppable. And tell you what. I think if, well, which is why I have Seattle number one this week. I think at points, Seattle has has shown signs of like, oh my God, you can't stop right. this. Yeah. And I'm not saying, and I know the Chiefs have it in them, um, but, you know, they, but in that, in that, and that's part of being a Super Bowl team. I think what like it, every yeah. Super Bowl winner is always like, except for Brady, like that guy came back like every year was his first well, year. Like, different. Well, that was the biggest defeat. In, in Mahomes ever was that eight point loss, which is I crazy know, right? to say. Like I that know, right? was the worst <laughs> right. loss of his career was eight points. Wow. The guy's a freak. He's farther ahead than I think anybody's ever been think, at his age. I think he's farther ahead than anybody's he's ever been. He's the most talented quarterback ever. I think so. He's the most gifted quarterback ever. I, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't the only thing he, the only guy he even reminds me of like we're not gonna go down this road because it's a whole podcast but like the only guy I can think of like with the skill set is like I remember when watching Elway you guys don't obviously don't remember watching Elway but I do and it was like there's something different like the way he can throw the ball and then Michael Vick came along and he had a little bit of that and Mahomes is like taking it to next level you know, Aaron Rodgers came along and was looking Aaron really Rodgers and Patrick Aaron Rodgers are probably the two mm-hmm. closest yeah uh, yeah as far as talent level but We'll, we'll, we'll say that. So just a couple other topics I have for the week. Um, there's not really like the games as much as like, I think you got to watch and see what Dallas does. Um, you got to watch what Andy Dalton and the Dallas Cowboys do. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or I think we gotta, we'll decide like, are they done or not done? But in that division, I don't think anybody's done. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it's going to, it's, it's just so weird to, you know, to focus on a team that's got two wins, but you know, you know, after what happened to Prescott and everything, that it, it is a factor. They're gonna be a highlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna I mean, be a highlight. Yeah, game, saying, no matter it, what, it's a storyline. That's mm-hmm. what we're here talking about. Storylines. Um, and then that's what uh, Dalton does. Yeah. So I kind of jumbled up like Andy Dalton, Philip Rivers, Tom Brady. Like as far as just like watch how they perform to decide if their teams can contend. You know what I mean? Jumbled them in. We said this about Drew Brees a couple weeks ago. I think basically passed the test. I think we're like, okay, it'd be all right. He's still kind of in there, man. He's still kind of – I would put him in there. Go ahead. ahead, Throw him in there because I couldn't decide whether to throw him in there or not. Um, And uh, after last week, I I couldn't decide. So it feels like you're the other way. So, like, let's throw all four of them in there. I think it's worth, like, you got to watch these quarterbacks to decide, like, can they – do they matter in the playoffs? Um, so we'll, we'll throw Dalton, we'll throw Rivers. Uh, I think the biggest question mark after last week. Yeah. River, so, Rivers might get benched after this week. I've, I've said it. Big, yeah. I've said it forever. Yeah. Rivers is better. I'll put Matt Ryan in there, too, with what's Ooh. going on. Yeah, team. especially with Raheem. Yeah. Okay. Raheem Morris might want to make a splash. Yep. Quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. Who, is, who is Atlanta's backup? Does anybody know? I think it's Matt Schaub. Is it still Shab? Yeah, no, Shab it's still not. Yeah. no, let me it's not Matt Shab. It may it be. Can that be? Oh my God! If he do, you know what? I can't. I can't. I should have been a quarterback. <laughs> I think. It's Weren't you a quarterback too. though? Like once upon a time. I mean, time? It, 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 it <laughs> man, but not in real life. <laughs> oh, okay. You took on it. Was, was the women? Was it the forty no nine? Was the forty nine? Yeah, forty nine. Yeah. Because right, you was a, you you had that Sacramento, San Francisco. It is still. It is still. Oh, oh the Asians won the matchup. Yeah, I just looked it up. Can you imagine? What a career! You were you were Michael Vick's backup. Go to Houston. 
And then you go that. back to Atlanta, and now you're Matt Ryan's backup for the, like the tenth year in a row. Hey man, he got the he got he got paid. Hey, keep that. Hey, keep that, yeah, keep getting the checks. Matt Shaw has no intentions on keep getting the checks. I hope, I hope that. There's no reason it. at all why he would ever have to step onto an NFL field and take a hit. No. Man, no. Matt Shaw pitching looking real, real scrumptious. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> getting paid. He's getting yeah. paid. He's getting paid. Like, like, Philip Rivers. For what 16 years, Philip Rivers mm-hmm. did this out in San Diego and he got by with it. And then, you know. When he plays the one o'clock game, all of a sudden everybody's like, you know, you get beat by the Browns, and it's a big deal. Like when he was doing this versus, uh, you know, whoever, you know, no, nobody cared. But this is the Philip Rivers you get. Like the dude, like he just he'll he'll just throw it. Like <laughs> you know, you know, it, they, they might have to call Andrew Luck and be like, come on, please, please come back. Please uh, man, come Luck back. would love this team. He would for this team. So he played. So July said he played two weeks last year. Whoa! What? What? No. Man, I'm a and Matt, Matt Shaw playing is one and one at home. Oh my God! Crazy. I hope. I hope. Matt Shaw. I remember Matt Shaw at University of Virginia. <laughs> like oh, my man. goodness. Right? This is this is crazy. This, this is crazy. Jelani Brown from what the game means to me. Oh, are we going to talk wow. the game of the week? G- go ahead, man. You throw it out there. We're talking oh about yes, the, the Washington football team. Oh, team versus the, oh the dang, go, this is what happens when you have you guys would throw that out there. So leading yeah, somebody has to win. No, it could be a tie. Oh, yeah, it could true. be. You're right. Knock on, knock on Woolley. Daniel Jones with a whopping two touchdowns. A tie puts you in second place. A tie yep. puts hey. you in second place. Hey, yeah. right at this there. point, Taz, Taz puts leads you to, leads the division. Right, right now, we're on the clock. <laughs> if we tie a couple of times, no, we'll no. be, I will we'll say be the playoffs. I will say this. So the Giants looked like a team last week. I mean, in all honesty, like they look like a team. Like they, they were up what seven? In the week happened? before, in the week before, they did oh, a decent oh, job. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, we do have a guy, a bunch of guys who do construct as a team, but <laughs> we have day, people injured. They have enough players. They have enough players. They have players who played on the Giants. Yes, that is correct. They we are a players. football team. We are a football team. But we are the. <laughs> we don't even. Team. We don't even, We should be just called the New York Football Team because we don't even deserve to be called. Oh. <laughs> and it, it should be the Washington Football Team versus the New York Football. Yeah. Team. Yeah, well, the there would be there would be two New York football teams, and that wouldn't work out. The Giants yeah. are the, the green, Giants. The, the green New York football team, the blue New York football team, <laughs> the, the blue team, the blue team versus the white team. It sounded real elementary, real quick. Oh, it, it versus right. If the Giants oh. can't win this week, if the Giants can't win this week versus. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming Alex Smith. I don't know if Alex Smith's going to get the job, starting job. Actually, actually, Cal Allen's going to be playing. Oh, and once, and once he, he's he's been cleared to play. And once again, Dwayne Haskins will sit home again. Today is Wednesday. They have a stomachache. Right, he has a stomachache. So I don't even expect him to make the make the trip on Saturday to head no, up to New Jersey. No, no. It's going to be Dwayne, dude. Broadway Dwayne. Dwayne, oh. yeah, Dwayne is Dwayne is playing his last game. If they can't uh, beat the yeah. if they can't yeah. beat Washington, then I have no hope. Safe. I have no hope. Hey, have but no, no, hey I'm no. the same way. If we can't beat the Giants, I have no hope. That's right. I mean, it's ditto. We both this is this is a hope it's in New Jersey. Daniel Jones has two <laughs> touchdowns this year. I think Patrick Mahomes has that in like a minute. 
So, yeah, and a, and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, He's our leading yeah. rusher too, which is. Like, <laughs> Here's what we know. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody's got to win. Someone's going to win. Yeah. For, at this somebody point, has be, somebody has to win the NFC East. Like, no matter not, what. It's, it's, it's probably going to be a, a, a kicker's battle because at this point. My team just swept y'all. So, I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah the, Rams, they, the Rams could be the, the Rams NFC. swept the division. Right? It was the division. Rams have more wins against the East. Bro, they do. They're 4-0. They won every they're game. So they won right. They, yeah. they have a better conference record than we have combined. Well, the it's, fact that Andy Dalton has a decent shot to go to the playoffs is right. It ain't right. He's not an awful quarterback, though. He's not. He's not. Because he's probably, if you – He's probably he could have been starting somewhere. Oh, if somewhere right. Hold up. Because that's him. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton's so not awful that they had the first pick in the draft this year. <laughs> that's that's well, how true, Well, no. Well, the thing – well, I'll put it to be real with you. But that's Zach Taylor because Zach Taylor – remember, he was starting like Ryan Finley from – the other team in Raleigh, that Duke, but NC State. I'm like that huh? defense. That defense is made out of paper mache. For yeah. one, Green was out for a lot of the year too. So who else? Right. And, the, and, the, yeah. and the thing about it is, just like yeah, and the thing about it, they just, I mean, they just they and then like they bench Andy Dalton like on his birthday. Remember, and they and they put Ryan Ryan Finley on started. On his birthday, like, that's it so worked. disrespectful. It like worked. he's, and, and, and to be really completely honest, he's probably one of their best quarterbacks in franchise history. Oh no, it's crazy. Andy and, and for him Andy to get, and for him to get that kind of disrespect, it's just it's crazy. Because he, when well, they went to the playoffs, what like they went five, five, in five in a row, five in a row, lost first round every time. But yeah. Well, yeah, yeah they, 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 they had them. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guess who wasn't there? The Miami Dolphins. And at this point, and at this point, and in twenty twenty, playing for the Dallas Cowboy team, that's all they need at this point. Twenty twenty, man, there might only be two teams left that are alive. Right, right, like it's right, right. we don't know. Somebody's going to win the Super Bowl and have twelve wins at the end of twelve games. All right, gentlemen, that was a blast. I, we we covered, I think, everything that we could possibly cover. I feel good about where we're at with the NBA now. Like, I feel like I yeah. – I, I You feel good about it up. being over? No. Well, I feel better. I do. I feel like I got to talk to you. Well, I talked to you guys yeah. when it started, and I talked mm-hmm. to you guys through it, and I talked to you guys now when it ended. And I feel yep. – uh, I do. I feel I – don't, I don't have the emptiness that I did. When oh, I woke shit. up – yeah, when I woke up uh, a couple mornings, I'm like, oh, man, there's, there's something – something's not right. And I'm like, oh, there's no NBA. Yeah, I wasn't okay with it. I wasn't okay with it. Yeah, that was rough. That was rough. So, uh, no, that was a good show. It was a good show. So, I, I thank you guys for being on. Uh, Catch Couch Coach Live anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, he's on uh, probably on Facebook. You can watch him on Twitter. He's everywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys know the deal. Uh, Chris LeBron from the Off the Ball uh, podcast. He's got big things going, as always. I know the NBA uh, draft is heating up right now. You got to be excited about that. Yep, yep. Uh, for sure, yeah. I got I got some cool stuff coming up on the on, on the in the next few weeks too with that. So excited! Your, your network kick, your network's kicking ass. Your uh, your player. Yeah. I will off. actually. Can I can I mention one thing about the? Are you good? You I said wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna uh, We got our first sponsor. 
So we're going to be working with Monkey Knife Fight. It's a daily fantasy uh, uh, network uh, um, site. And so uh, excited that we got that. That's and great. launching great. also launching merch soon, uh, Off the Boat Network merch. So excited about that. So we got some cool things cooking up. Absolutely, absolutely, man. You guys are killing yeah. me. But uh yeah, but go 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 find uh you know the off the ball uh podcast. Oh, yeah. and, and my and uh my debut on Dash Radio Monday. Oh yes, so, that yes, yes. My show Dash Radio I'll, Monday. I'll, I'll, Monday Mondays, Mondays at noon Eastern. I don't know what that is with every other time zone. I can't think right now, but uh <laughs> Uh, I think 11 Central, 9 Pacific, something yep. like that. That sounds about, I think that sounds about right. But yeah, yeah so that Dash Radio, out, yeah. download yeah, the Dash cool. Radio app on Nothing But Net, uh, nothing but net uh, the channel, and I'll be there at 12 p.m., and you can listen to the show. So I'm, I make the, my debut Monday, so I'm excited about That's that. That's great, so, man. That's great. That's so nice. Download yes, the sir. app, check it out, and listen to the show live on uh, uh, 12, 12 p.m. Uh, uh, Eastern. So excited about that. Yeah, man. Big big things going, man. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Yes, sir. Steven, where can we find you? Everywhere, man. Um, Breaking the Game podcast. You know me, my Twitter. Yep. You can follow me on Twitter at StevenBTG. You can look up the the actual show, Breaking the Game, uh, BTG at uh, NBA or at BTG NBA pod. Excuse me. Um, Yeah, just follow the show. Just dropped an episode the other day. Um, just a shout out, you know, Jeff, you're going to be the first, uh, you know, guest that we have since we've started co-hosting. So coming up Sunday, we're going to have the vice president Jeff on there because he blasted me on, you know, on a show the other day saying that I haven't had him on yet. So, you know, I felt, I felt the heat on, on my rear end. So I decided, you know, to reach out and, you know, looking forward to have you, man. We're going to be doing a way too early NBA power rankings. So go ahead and, you know, get your oh, arguments ready. It's gonna I will be, try. I will try. You know what? I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. Be wrong. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm wrong all the time. So I mean, you go yeah. right on ahead, man. But if nothing else, you know, go to off offtheballnetwork.com. You can find all of us. Uh, big big things are happening. I'm gonna thank all. Oh, up in flames. Uh, Mo, he had a DM yes. early. Up in flames podcast. He started putting. You know, he put a show out this week. He's busy. He's in the navy. He's not. You know what I mean? He's got he's got duties, uh, just like Steven. Like sometimes these guys got to take some time off to uh, you know protect us. So um, you know, so go check out Up in Flames. Everything's going good. I want to thank uh, Brendan for being on tonight. How, what do you think, hey, man? Brendan? Oh, man, it was so much good, fun. Good job, Brendan, man. Hope yeah. to hear you more on this on these shows. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. I get more comfortable. You know, get rolling. Oh, Brendan, hey. Brendan oh, yeah. needs sports. Brendan needs sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, that was great, though. So I want to appreciate thank you guys having me on. Yeah, we had good participation tonight. Jelani yeah. Brown, What the Game Means to Me podcast. What the Game Means to Me. Uh, Ryan, everybody that participated tonight, we had a great time. And uh, be kind to each other. And uh, we'll see you soon. And don't be racist. Don't be racist. Don't be racist. Wash your hands. Brush your yeah. hands. Right. right. That's yep. the least you can do. And the, the Buckeyes are back next week. Come on. Yeah. <laughs>